Another week. Another talking dirty. <laughs> this week we have for you, in preparation for the NFL draft, we go over the most recent mock draft on CBS. We kind of break down all the picks, what we like about it, what we don't like about it. Uh, then for the NBA, it, the playoffs are among us. We're in deep on the first series, so we break that down for you and all the injuries that have resulted this past week. Then we have uh, top fives are back. We have top five fictional and non-fictional smoke sessions in honor of 420 this past week. And then for pop culture, for movies, we have the Thor 4, more Thors for Thor trailer that released. And then for TV, we break down the newest episodes for Moon Knight and the Lakers show. And lastly, your jams of the week. And with that, Ryan, take it away. Oh. Um. It's, it's shocking how bad your house looks from the outside without, <laughs> without a fresh paint job. Man, <laughs> you're relentless. But it, this in Joker is just like your running gas. You, you took care of the inside. It looks beautiful in here. I can't cancel where there's paint. Exactly. And you, so you need to do it for the outside. They do indoor and outdoor paint jobs. Well, see, they I do use, free quotes. I use the free quote for the inside. So now I'm waiting for another free quote for the outside. Well, let's tell them we sent you to get a free quote. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so get back over here and take a look at the outside. Because, dude, we didn't hear is immaculate. We, you need it outside, too. <laughs> what um, if, like, everybody starts going to them for free quotes? Like, yeah, talking to really sent me. <laughs> Talking Dirty sent me, so I'm here. And then, like, they're just like, dude, what the fuck? We've been put, like, if that's the case, then I want, I want $10 more dollars <laughs> for our sponsorship. Um, anyway, yeah, Catch Brothers Painting, they do a great job. Guys, a happy client. Um, you can give them a call, 412-784-1577. Uh, get your free quote today. Once again, 412-784-1577. With that being said, let's get into it. Yeah. To it, guy. How are you? Uh, doing all right, man. Doing all right. How about yourself? What, everything okay? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just like, um, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, it's just past four twenty. It was a Wednesday. It was shitty. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's just, a, it was a difficult one, you know, because I feel like we've been blessed with one, them on the weekend the past two years. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean. 420, it's 420. Any day can be 420. At 420, at 420 p.m. It is what you make of it. It's an idea, not a a day. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, I mean, uh, spoiler for later, we're going to do a 420-themed Yeah, I'm excited for that. Like, we kind of just, like, yeah, threw that in there last minute. But it's going to be a good one. I'm excited for that. I I 100% agree. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, so you're doing well? I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just been kind of dull the last week. It's just weird. I don't know. I don't know if it's been the same for you, but. Uh, I kind of, I mean, I've been busy at work the last two days. That kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm golfing at a country club on Saturday, so I'm cool with that. That's rad. At Butler Country Club. Yeah. I won it as a prize in January for being employee of the year. 
And it's going to be fucking nice this weekend, too. 80 degrees in sunny. Yeah, yeah, like we're full-blown summer mode this weekend. Oh, yeah, but the next weekend goes back down to 50s, 40s. We don't, we don't talk about next weekend. Yeah, this weekend. We get there when we get there. Yeah. I mean, I, I that I as much as I, I can't wait to golf, I also kind of wish I didn't have it scheduled for a day like that and just darty somewhere. Mm, yeah, just like not, that's the best perfect Yeah, darty. nice, solid, yeah. Dude, darty season's the best. I know, but I feel like I haven't darted in the last few years. Mm-hmm. I need I need a good old fashioned darty. We need to get like I feel like the music industry has been lackluster with the darty songs. Usually the springs when they start pumping them out, mm-hmm. you know. And I just feel like we haven't kind of been blessed with that yet. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, hundred um, percent. But yeah. But all right. Yeah. Before we get into NFL, we have some miscellaneous sports. Um, three <laughs> things. Yeah, three different sports. Three different sports. Okay. Great on me. What do you got? First, Jay Wright from Villanova has retired Ooh. randomly. I didn't um, see that. that. Yeah, it just happened today. Wow. Um, unlike Coach K, he didn't have a whole retirement tour. Yeah. Um, true class, true class. I think he has more national titles than. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I, don't know. <laughs> I think Jerry has like two national titles. I don't know how much Coach K has. How many? Yeah, I have no idea. But Jay Wright, great coach. I actually liked him. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that sucks for Villanova because that's the only reason they're relevant. Yeah, and like that's a huge recruiting tool you lose as well. Yeah, because he's like, <laughs> like why else would you go to Villanova now? Exactly, exactly. Like they're people would go to Villanova to give, be under yeah. Jay Wright. Now yeah. it's like, where what do you? Get they might be with? good for like a couple of years just because of the lingering effects. But yeah, once like all those recruiters are gone, recruitments are gone or transfer, mm-hmm. they're gonna be cooked. Yeah, because I mean, like he like. He, he made Villanova like a good basketball name, but like he's he's the reason they were that good. So. I feel like they've been a top seed consistently in the tournament for the last mm-hmm. like ten years. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they they definitely had some good pros coming out of there too. Um, but right, next, uh, I saw a video of Mike Tyson beating the crap out of some guy on an airplane. Wait, he he beat the crap out of some dude? Yeah, just some random dude. No, so I saw a video that the TMZ reported just showed the video. Of it like pounding on this dude from like Jesus. like over top of the seat. Yeah. Uh, Fights from Barstool tweeted out a longer version where you actually see the guy. Apparently Mike Tyson like made this guy bleed out of the side of his face. And his reason was because he annoyed him. And then the video, it showed a video. <laughs> he was literally hanging over the back of the seat like, oh, what's up Mike Tyson? Like, yeah. being, like, like, like all, all in his business. Being like a dick and he like asked him to stop and he didn't. And then like he turned around and started punching him in the face. Yeah, I mean, so I agree with the action that Mike Tyson took. But the thing is, if I'm Mike Tyson, you got to realize, like, I could kill this person. Yes. <laughs> like, like, he's definitely going to not do that. He's definitely going to get... Like, if it was any other celebrity, I'd be like, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, Mike Tyson doing it, it's like, that's kind of fucked. One punch, you can kill someone. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, especially yeah. like him. Yeah, too. Um, that's kind of fucked for him. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you do, though. True, true. I mean, but, like, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, he wouldn't have, like, security or some bullshit, but yeah, I feel like you can kind of have the plane on your retainer mm-hmm. and just be like, yo, get this guy out of here. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, that, that yeah, that guy, that I guy set I would pay though. for his ticket, get him out. <laughs> he, he could probably sue my place for so much money. Yeah, shit ton. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure, <laughs> like, I think most boxers, like, your hand, uh, hands are technically registered weapons in some states. Ooh. Like, okay. even, like, if you, like, to be in a professional boxing match, you have to, like, register for it. And that means if you get in, like, if you get into, like, a street fight or mm-hmm. something like that, yeah. 
it gets considered like <clears throat> assault with a deadly weapon. But when you're on a plane, doesn't that does that get rid of states' rights? I don't know specific states' rights. Like yeah, I'm it's kind of like federal at that point or something. When you're on airport. Yeah, premises. I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. We need to get lawyers in. Well, just, no, yeah, is he, he need, is he, he probably Zane? has no idea. Is Laura Zane like specialized in airport find, law? Yeah, he could probably find the answer easily. Airplane law, it's like bird <laughs> law and stuff too. Um, all right, the last one, the greatest NIL deal so far, Hooters has signed John Daly Jr. and his, their da- his dad, John Daly. That's hilarious. So there's literally like a, like the first like picture with it was it was like john daly on one side thumb up mm-hmm. and holding a beard two hooters girls in the middle yeah then yeah. his son who's a college golfer john daly jr giving them a thumbs up wait so is his son actually like a professional golfer he's in college yeah so he's like golfing on like their team and shit yeah okay. and like in, but with nil yeah like uh, he's a college kid he's like he plays for his college team but with nil now he can get paid for sponsors so <laughs> hooters pay sponsors sponsored both the dailies that's funny as shit. That's great. <laughs> that's just classic daily. I know that's perfect. I loved it. I, it's it's like the best NIO deal so far, mm-hmm. by far. Yeah, um, but that's all I got for miscellaneous sports. All right, all right. Well, let's take it over to the NFL then. All right. So for this week, I'm going to roll through the headlines first, kind of take care of business there, and then we're just going to kind of go through the mock draft because we got draft week this week. So get ready for a bunch of like crazy bold takes and you know just crazy theories and you know what if this team trades up and all that shit because um, it's coming. But the headliner, the big one for the week, Debo Samuel has requested to be traded from the 49ers. So apparently there have they were talking about like, hey, is Debo going to get a contract extension? Something worked out to keep him on the team. Uh, the 49ers have remained silent for the past week, and this is the reason why. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I have one completely obvious question for you, Lurs. <laughs> no, <laughs> I saw some. I saw like Philip Pony, yeah, on Twitter, yeah. like saying like, uh, "Who? Why would they send out of this Deontay Johnson in like a second round pick?" I mean, and the thing we, is though, like Deontay Johnson's gonna want a bunch of money soon. I think this is his last year. It is. Yeah, th- yeah. Th- this is what I was saying the other day, too, for uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. For what? When Devontae Adams was on the market. Yeah, so like, trade Deontay Johnson, get Debo Samuel, and just pay. I would rather pay Debo Samuel, like, now than Deontay Johnson next year. Yeah, and I mean, I, I would do the same, but I just don't think the Steelers are going to do that. True. Steelers aren't really ones to do those kind of deals. Yeah. Fair enough. Sadly. Um, but there was also a bunch of rumors circulating that the Titans would go out and swap the 49ers on their wide receivers with A.J. Brown for Debo. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, definitely not bad. Um, I saw something that Adam Schefter, I think Adam Schefter said it on NFL Live or something, uh-huh. yeah. that he can see the Panthers going to get him, or him asking to go to the Panthers, mm. because... He's from like South Carolina, and they live uh, be closer to home. And then Debo Samuel put on a story like at Ash after really said, "I want to be closer to the home." They go laughing mode. <laughs> so, but I think about the Panthers wouldn't be a bad move because they're going to get a quarterback yeah, first round likely in the draft. Yeah, and they have obviously McCaffrey. They got decent weapons already. Yeah, I mean, that's if they that's get like a speedy building. quarterback, if I'm Carolina, I might just run the Wildcats, just see if it works out. Yeah, if they get Malik Willis, 
the league Debo was. Samuel and McCaffrey. Yeah. Like, you don't know who play, who's going to play quarterback. You can even fight with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Quarterback They're Sam Darnold just behind the three of them. Just yeah, he's just up. crying. Yeah. Seeing ghosts push him away. Yeah. But, all right. Yeah. No, uh, I actually think the Titans would want the deal that would be nice. Yeah, it can't be smart because they both went out. The Titans GM stated, though, that he does not foresee that happening. Yeah, I mean. So, I, I think that means they talked about it. And well, the they're both, Titans aren't getting the kind of deal they're looking for. Yeah, well, they're both, like, the reason that doesn't make sense, like, I think it does make sense, like, on paper. Mm-hmm. But the reason it doesn't make sense is, like, they're, they don't want to pay their receiver. So, why would they trade for a different receiver who wants, also wants paid? The reason that each receiver wants out is because yeah. they're not paying them, because the team doesn't want to pay them. So they're not going to go out and get another receiver who wants. Well, to I don't. Out. I don't know if Debo wanted out because he wasn't getting paid. Well, because they were probably trying to do contract negotiations, and he was like, "I feel like what happened was they were trying to do the contract negotiations, and he was like, I kind of want out of here. Like he didn't want to stay.' Yeah, maybe. So then he just requested a trade. Yeah. So that's why when the media was asking the 49ers front office, like, "Hey, what's the move on this contract?" They're like, "We have nothing yet." Because he doesn't want a contract. Yeah, because they didn't want a break that he wanted to trade. Yeah. But then Debo came out and was like, yo, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to trade. Get me out of here. Yeah, that's probably what happened, actually. Because why would you want to not want to pay Debo? I, mean, I, don't, I don't blame Debo, to be honest with you. Because, um, like, that team, I mean, they're granted, they're probably going to go for another quarterback soon. So it could change the franchise. But, like, they probably didn't get anybody that he was looking for in the offseason. And he was just like, I'm done with this. Yeah, I mean, they're they're going to be starting Trey Lance this year. Maybe he doesn't like Trey Lance. Maybe maybe, maybe he sees maybe something. he knows something we don't. Yeah, maybe he sees something that like actually this ain't the guy. Yeah. Um. But anyways, next up, free agent wide receiver Jarvis Landry visited with the Saints yesterday. Wow. Yeah. So eh, not a bad move for him. Absolutely. Then many veteran Cardinals, including quarterback Kyler Murray will not be in attendance for voluntary workouts and will instead, quote, train on their own. Mm. It's getting spicy down in Arizona, dude. Yeah, which I also just saw a uh, headline for uh, them saying, like the whatever owner GM saying that they weren't planning on trading Kyler Murray, Mm -hmm. which always kind of like, something like that always leads to, okay, we're trading Kyler Murray. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) That team's going downhill fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. They had like a half of a season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, I can't remember if we talked about this last week, but Stefan Gilmore signed with the uh, Colts. No, so actually last week you said... He was visiting. He, he's visiting the Colts and is most likely going to sign, and then I think it broke Friday that he signed. Okay, yeah. So it uh, so it's official now, it's an inning, yeah. but he's on the Colts and that defense, holy shit. Yeah, because I remember it coming up and I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what guy said. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Dan Snyder and the co- and the Commanders send a letter to the FTC denying the claims that are now against them. So, like, obviously he did that. But I just thought it was hilarious that he's like, oh, no, we didn't do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> he so obviously did. He was guilty for, like, everything they accused him of of the last case. It's like he, he's done so many, like, <laughs> close calls just not happen. Yeah. That like he just riverboats them all. He, he did this for all of them. He got away with all of them to this point. Yeah, and he doesn't realize he's not gonna get out of this one. Then uh, apparently, Colin Kaepernick's now open to being a backup quarterback in the <laughs> NFL. 
Yeah. So I guess, what, in the next 10 years he'll be okay with being a third string? Yeah, and then maybe after that, he's cool with his <laughs> He'll be like 50 years old, he'll be like, yeah, fourth string. I'll be, yeah, I'll, I'll be a special team I'll player. play tight end. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be a fullback. Uh, but uh, then the next thing I have, Browns cornerback Denzel Ward signed a five-year, $100 million extension. So the Browns are like broke right yeah. now. Like, that's that's all the money. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> they, Deshaun they, Watson and Denzel Ward players. and Miles Garrett. Yeah. Three players <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> and that means best. they're not re-signing Clowney then, probably. Yeah. And what about Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> they're fucked, dude. Yeah. What about any offensive line ever? Mm-hmm. And then it was also announced that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers will face off against Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in the third match. I think the fifth, sixth, seventh. Yeah, the next match. Aaron Rodgers been like three. Tom Brady's <laughs> been like four. Yeah, um, yeah. The original was Tiger versus Mickelson. So pretty much, we're just watching amateur golf right now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like <laughs> no one's really watching. I think the first one had like crazy numbers because it's during the pandemic. Yeah, like and the it was lockdown. Also like Tiger and Phil Mickelson, like that's sweet. Yeah, well, that no, the one during the pandemic was the yeah, it was it was Tiger and Peyton versus Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. The Brady, yeah, that was one happened when we we're in uh, quarantine. That's the first live sports mm-hmm. in America we've watched was that. So that probably got crazy hella ratings. Yeah, and then like they just kept doing because I know I think Brooks and Brooks and Bryson were in one together. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one with. Rodgers and someone else, Peyton maybe. I think it was Rodgers and Ma- and Brady. Yeah, and then with like the Shambo and someone because mm-hmm. the Shambo is like driving greens on par fours. Yeah, yeah, no, these don't are I just I don't care about these anymore. It's more I care more about the headlines than I do. Yeah, like I think it's cool. It's gonna be Brady and Rodgers versus Allen and Mahomes. Well, I was just thinking like I mean I don't think they have beef or anything like officially, but like. This should be kind of awkward, Allen playing with Mahomes after the whole overtime debacle. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably, talk cool? about it. they'll probably talk about it. Oh, 100%. They're going to talk about it. I guess the rules changed since then, but... Yeah. And then I also just pray there's no Brittany Mahomes or Jackson Mahomes on the broadcasts. They would never. <laughs> they would never. Oh, man. I just can't stand them. Um... But yeah, that's all I have for headlines. Do you think she's gonna start spraying people with champagne if Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen? Wins? He like hits it on the fairway. She's like, "Woo! Yeah, <laughs> yeah!" <laughs> they said we were gone, but we're back. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, for the NFL draft this week, so I was just gonna pull up uh, CBS's like projections right now that they have currently, and just go through all the picks, at least the top ten, and then we can kind of pick and choose from there and see how we feel about the. Uh, possibility of it of them picking these players but first up so the first round first pick we got the jacksonville jaguars taking aiden hutchinson the edge rush from michigan yeah yeah he's that's an easy one one mm-hmm. then we got trayvon walker the uh defensive lineman going to the lions for pick two okay i don't know much oh, wait, who, from what school uh, from Georgia. Oh yeah, okay, that's so, what I thought. Yeah, yeah he's really, sense. yeah, he's really good. Then the uh, line, the lineman from Alabama, Evan Neal, going to Houston. I saw, I saw videos of him on Twitter like recently, probably for his draft purposes. Yeah, and he, he's a beast. Then the Jets going out and getting uh, Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon, the edge rush. Mm, that's not bad. Yeah, not bad look. So I mean, that'd be the top uh, pass rusher for the draft. So that'd be kind of nice. Mm-hmm. And then uh, NC, the 
NC State lineman Ikeem Owanu going to the Giants. Definitely need a line, so that's probably a good signing, too, yeah. I would feel. Absolutely. Then they are projecting that the Steelers swap picks with uh, trade up to get the sixth pick to get Kenny Pickett. Nah. I. Oh, wait, no, never mind. Sorry, I read that wrong. Okay. Carolina getting Kenny Pickett. Okay. Yeah, my bad. That's my fine. Bad. <laughs> I saw Pittsburgh. It threw me off for a, a second there. Though, yeah, we're not going to trade up or anything for anything. No, but they say uh, Carolina getting Kenny Pickett. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, you think they're going Malik Willis? I think they're going Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen that more and more in the I last so. week or so. Yeah, I've seen that way more. Who's it? Uh, okay, keep, keep going, actually. Keep going. But good for him. He'd be able to stay a Panther. Yeah, that's true. It's good. feel-good story. Then uh, Cincinnati in a trade with the uh, Bears. Or no, sorry, the Giants in their trade with the Bears. They get uh, the Cincinnati cornerback, uh, Ahmad Gardner. So the Giants get uh, the best Cincinnati defensive backs. So that's yeah. Cool. Definitely not bad. Cincinnati had a good defense all year. And then Atlanta uh, getting wide receiver Garrett Wilson from Ohio State with the eighth pick. Uh, yeah. I mean, they definitely need it. <laughs> yeah, they definitely need it, but they also need a quarterback. I mean, they have Mariota, which, like, I feel like that's not a bad space filler. Yeah, but it's good space filler if you have a guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if does Atlanta have more than one first-round pick. Maybe. I, I, I didn't read most of this. Did they have... Did they give a first round for Matt Ryan or no? No. No, third round. Yeah. Like a second and a third or something like that. Then uh, Seattle, with the ninth pick, will go for the LSU cornerback, Derek Singletary Jr. Or Stingley Jr., sorry. So, getting a cornerback, I don't know if that's the best move for him. I feel like they might go for a quarterback, bro. I think they might go for Baker. Or Baker. I think that's what they're going to do. Maybe see how the draft goes. I think Baker's going to be traded on draft day. I think they have a guy they want. And if Carolina takes that guy, they're going to go get Baker after mm-hmm. the draft. But if Carolina doesn't get that guy, then they'll take him with the ninth pick. Because really, unless Atlanta gets a quarterback, there's nobody else that really could take a quarterback in that first pick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, there's teams that are good, but they probably, probably aren't. aren't. Yeah, they haven't alluded to the fact that they like the Giants probably should, but they're not going to. Yeah, exactly. they're rolling with Danny Dimes. Yeah, which like. actually, from a draft standpoint, it's not not that bad of an idea. Like focus on everything else, and then mm. this is a good draft for everything else. And and you're, he's under a rookie contract, still so maybe for one more year. I think Danny Dimes, mm. they're not going to extend him or anything. So like he, yeah. it's just going to be like, all right, we'll just keep him cheap for one more year, and then we'll get a guy after this year and just focus on everybody else. And then uh, the New York Jets, with their trade from Seattle for uh, Adams, they'll take the uh, wide receiver from USC, Drake London. Mm. 6'4". Damn, that's some height. That's not, that's not bad. What's the weight? Does it say the weight? 219. Yeah, it's not, not bad. It's pretty good. He can bulk up, too. Be a big, strong receiver. Yeah. Um, and then with the 11th pick, the commanders go for the Notre Dame safety, Kyle Hamilton. Hamilton. Definitely not bad of luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota going for the Washington cornerback, Trent McDuffie. Sweet name. <laughs> then uh, the Texans getting a lineman, Charles Cross from Mississippi State with 14th pick. Uh, Baltimore going for Florida State edge rush, Jermaine Johnson the second. Um, then Alabama wide receiver likely going to Philadelphia 
in their trade with the Miami Dolphins, Jameson Williams. Mm. Then uh, New Orleans going for the lineman from Northern Iowa, Trevor Penning. 17th pick, the Chargers going for lineman Kenyon Green from A&M. Then uh, Philadelphia with their extra pick go for the Purdue as rush, George Carlfittis. Carlfittis. Yeah, Carlfittis. Yeah, that sounds better. Then uh, the Saints will go for Ohio State wide receiver Chris Olave. And with the 20th pick, the Steelers, Malik Willis, quarterback from Liberty. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be swapped. Malik Willis goes to the Panthers. We can yeah. Pick it. When was this made? Um, I think it's like one of those uh, updates as it goes. Updates as it goes thing because I could have swore that they were saying Kenny Pickett earlier. Yeah, I I I feel like all the ones I've been seeing originally had that, but then I feel like the last couple of weeks. Um, Malik Willis shot up the projections to go to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, that means then all the same uh, mock drafts are having Kenny Pickett go to this I mean, either way. Well, either way, I think it's going to be one of those two go yeah. to one of the other two teams. If, if either of those quarterbacks are there at 20 for us, I think that's sweet. Which I think they both, one of the two will. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd be I, fine with that. I also saw Desmond... Uh, Riddle or whatever Ritter, yeah, yeah, from uh, Cincinnati. He's he's shooting up draft boards as well. Gotcha. And I know there's I've seen I've seen headlines with tying him to the Steelers as well. I'd be all fine with all three of those quarterbacks. I just want a quarterback for round one. Sam, no, I know a lot of people agree. are saying we don't want that. We want to do this, this. We can ride with Mitch. I would rather. I I think the team we have, we're not going to have a higher pick next year either. Mm-hmm. But we're going to be like a playoff contender, like mid to late teens pick. And I just like the quarterbacks in this draft better than what we potentially have next next year. Yeah. Top of my head, the Alabama kid's like the only one going to be in the draft next year that's worth a damn, and he's going to be like a first overall type. But pick. Alabama quarterbacks never work out. I mean, two of them are starting right now. And two and uh, what's his face from who's Pats? the other one? Pats. Um, oh, Matt Mac. Jones. Yeah. I'm not sold on either of those two though. Maybe they're starters. In terms of like career and legacy, though. Yeah, but I'd rather take those two over Mitch. Yeah, hundred percent. Ah, I don't know about Tua. Definitely I, Mac Jones. I mean, I th- I, th- I think people sleep on Tua. I, I think I, Tua's a- I sleep on Tua. Yeah, I, I I think now that he actually they're actually building a team and he's gonna probably get killed next year. It, it's his last shot. Like this is it. I mean, he he Tyreek Hill and he Waddle. did do like crazy awful last year though. No, he like did. He did below average. I thought he did very average. I'd, I'd say below average. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can look up his numbers and probably just take you know. If yeah, I don't feel like if he's that. under what eighteen, then he's below average. Eighteenth in like the certain categories for so for the statistics. So they rank him out of all the quarterbacks in the NFL. Does QBR so do so, all that stuff? Uh, yeah, so if his if his QBR is lower than 18th, then it wouldn't be that it wouldn't be that good. But also, he does complete a lot of passes because they can't go past the fucking 15 yard line. They don't really throw him deep with mm-hmm. Tua. His deep throw accuracy is like 40 percent Madden, not even probably 38. Um, but anyway, <laughs> Tua is exactly 18. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's exactly oh, eighteen. How many does it say like passes beyond like forty yards or anything like that? Uh give me completion percentage. Terrible. Okay. 
Sorry, I'm throwing numbers at you. Yeah, I'd have to do a whole different Google search for that. Um, QB, what, pass percentage? Yeah, go completion percentage. Um, but anyways, New England with the 21, 21st pick would be going for Devin Lloyd, the linebacker from Utah. Um, I, I, early on I saw, what's it called? Us getting him, but right percentage. Oh, this one isn't ranked. One, two. Uh, oh, oh. One, two, three, four, five, six. He's seventh. Seventh? Mm-hmm. That's because he doesn't throw it downfield. Because he can't. Tom, he's ahead of Tom Brady and Mac Jones, who both don't throw it downfield. They you, they utilize him where they can. Like he he throws with it. They use him within his limits. They don't they don't give him the keys to the to the engine. You know. Then uh, Green Bay with the 22nd pick going for a lineman from Central Michigan, Bernard Rainman. Um, And then Arizona, the Cardinals going for wide receiver Traylon Burks from Arkansas with the 23rd pick. And the Cowboys going with a lineman from Boston College, Zion Johnson. Then Buffalo going for cornerback Andrew Booth Jr. with pick 25. I think that'd be a good move for them. I think their defense definitely looks suspect at times. And the AFC is going to be a powerhouse, and they're going to need that to uh, survive against some of these quarterbacks in the playoffs. Then the Titans going for uh, wide receiver Jahan Dotson from Penn State. Ooh, okay. Then uh, 27th pick, Tampa Bay going for defensive lineman from Georgia, Jordan Davis. And then Green Bay with the 28th pick going for the wide receiver from North Dakota State, Christian Watson. And then uh, Kansas City going for the defensive lineman from Minnesota, Boye Matthew. And then Kansas City getting the next pick from their trade with Miami, going for uh, the Western Michigan wide receiver, Sky Moore. That's a sick name. That is a sick name. Sky with two Ys more. That's a sick name. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially for a wide receiver, having the name Sky, that's awesome. And then... uh, Cincinnati with going for the cornerback from Florida, Kair Alam. And then Detroit, the Lions in their trade with the Rams going for Georgia linebacker and Kobe Dean. But yeah, that's the whole first round. Nice. So, uh, I don't know. I think uh, we'll definitely see a lot of shit change. You'll probably see a lot of the analysts coming out and saying that there's going to be some crazy trades taking place. And then they won't be able to call anything right. The Raiders are probably, I think the Raiders don't have a pick in the first round. Unless they got it from the Packers or some shit. I no, I don't think I said. No. I don't think I said the Raiders during that. Nothing. Do they do? Okay. All right. So I have two this year. The yards per completion. Okay. In the ten range, ten yards per completion range, two is in that range, as well as Dak Prescott, Josh Allen, Mac Jones, Taylor Heineke, Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Ryan, Rock Daniel, Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, a. Dalton, Trevor Lawrence, Davis Mills. Wait, what? What category is this again? That's yards per completion. He's in the ten, ten to eleven range. Okay. They're all like ten point. They're all but, like point ones off each other. But but I was do that whole yard. That's also Waddle catching it at ten yard ten yards away and taking it to the house. But still yards that he gets passing. Yeah, and that's one complete. You know what I mean? That's yeah, still, it could be skewed. You told me to look up yards per completion. I, was, I look no, up no. yards per completion. I said, and now that's I said now passes, you're trying to spin I said the passes most. beyond forty yards. Well, is that a stat you can look up? I don't know. I doubt you can it. look up a Madden, so I don't know if they like went over to real life. 
<laughs> so it's a terrible, it's a terrible foundation for my question. But <laughs> well, Evan and Madden, they must have it in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm ending this segment before I do it. Um, that's all I have for NFL, though, so whenever you find that, we'll discuss. And... Dude, so we're watching this Timberwolves game, dude. This is insane. Mm-hmm. They're shitting on them. 51-29. Can't believe this. Okay, most 20 or more yards. Okay, let's go That's the closest I can get. That's, that's good enough for me. I can I can accept that. Tua is near the bottom. Yep. But I can't see his numbers. That's I mean he's at the bottom though, like near the bottom. But that's that's the thing. Like his stats for completion are skewed because the team, which good for the coaching and the team to know how to utilize Tua. But like I don't think he's good. He's just in a good system right now that's benefiting him. But I think you could plug in any newer quarterback, and it would be much more successful. Um, I mean, I though I disagree. Still, I mean, I think he does the job with what he has, and he hasn't really had anyone. Devontae Parker has been his best. Jalen Waddle last year, yeah, still, yeah. yeah. He had a year, and he didn't do much with it. He yeah. didn't prove. But he also brought. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't even wake the playoffs his first year there, and did pretty well to get him there. All right, that's all I have for NFL, though. Let's take it over to the NBA. Yep. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. NBA, um, we are watching the Grizzlies and Timberwolves game right now. It's right before half. The Timberwolves are up big. Um, what did you just say before I hit record? No, it's just kind of like, – this is kind of cool because it's a good, like, mascot game. Grizzlies yeah. versus Timberwolves. Mm. Yeah, you don't get that much in the NBA nowadays. You don't really at all. Who'd win in a fight? A Grizzly? Oh, a Grizzly. Oh, yeah, Timberwolves small. Compared. Yeah. I mean, and plus, Timberwolves are like pack mentality. Yeah. Like, if it's a pack of Timberwolves and one Grizzly, I might go the Timberwolves. Uh, yeah. Is a Timberwolf even a thing, or is yeah. it like a wolf? But like, I've seen a Timberwolf. Okay, that's a thing. That's like an actual I've seen it in a while. Uh, species of the yeah, wolf family. Or what's the, it's like, uh, Canines? specious, no, like the animal yeah, kingdom. My, yeah, my hands, I rubbed the tud. Huh? The real life Timberwolf I saw. Yeah. Yeah, in my hand. You had it in your hand? I saw it, I saw it in the wild. <laughs> no, I saw it living Did treasures. you break, like, glass bottles and, like, charge at it? No, he, he it was, <laughs> it was, like, peaceful. It was, like, rubbing up on me. No, um, I saw it at the uh, living treasures and off the Donegal exit. <laughs> They had one in the captivity. <laughs> ah, okay, gotcha. Um, what were you asking? Oh, yeah, I don't know if the species is the family. Yeah, the genus. And I don't all that. know. Like, I didn't take any any type biology of biology class. I didn't like, take any science in college. Really? No. I didn't think. Oh no, I did. Emma. I took environmental science on my last one. Well, my last semesters there online. Bio is tough, man. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. I hate it. That's why I didn't do it. Like, it was just, like, 8 a.m. bio for me, and I was like, this sucks. No, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I can't stay. I'm not, I'm not a science guy. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. So uh, that's why I didn't. I only needed one to graduate. I did environmental science online during the summer. It was the easiest thing ever. Mm-hmm. They let you take tests with the book. Because <laughs> she said, like, there's no way I can't, like, 
make you not. And there's no lecture. That's fair, yeah. There's no lecture. She would... Um, really? She record, pre-recorded lectures and gave sent them to us. That's awesome. Like, PowerPoints with, like, you click on each thing and it tells you. She, <laughs> it's her talking. It's her talking. Wow. Okay. So there's no set lectures. It's just, like, each week I had to have this done by this day. Then huh. she'd send us all the PowerPoints. It's, it's sick. Cool. Yeah. That's the only science class I took. It's sick. Anyways, um, basketball. Yes, anyway. <laughs> tangent. Um, we're going to re- recap all the playoff series so far. We have some headlines, but that's it. Um, I figured a lot of the headlines, all the storylines are going to be in with this playoff series. Mm. So we're going to replace all of the power rankings, deep three, players of the week. I'm just going to do the recaps of the entire playoffs. What order would you like? Would you like it? The the three headlines I have first or after. So I guess that is the deep three. It's my normal headlines. But yeah, um, did you know the after or before the Let's just get the, the playoff stuff out of the way, I feel. Okay. So we'll start with the West, and we'll start with the Timberwolves and Grizzlies since that game is on. Um, it is currently a, what, a 12-point game? Yeah, 12-point In favor game. of Minnesota, which is just 26. So they're already coming back, the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Um, the series is tied up 1-1. Um the T-Wolves had a very surprising first game one road victory. Uh, like, it definitely, like, no one was expecting it. Yeah. Um, the Grizzlies bounced back with a huge dominant game two yeah, win. Yeah, like a 30-point win. Yeah, like, uh, I think even in the loss, John Moran had, like, 38 points in game one. Um, they, they, <laughs> they, been going, they went off the second game. This game's very interesting. It's a very tight game. It's a 10-point game. But the Grizzlies are on, like, a 16-hour run or something right now. Yeah, no, they're killing it. Yeah, I think it is 16 now. Yeah. Um... Or so close to at least because it's a 16 point swing since the last time I checked, looked at the score and did the math. Mm-hmm. Um, no, one thing about game two in this series, the broadcast is pretty sweet. They had uh, they had John Morant's dad and Cat's dad both on, <laughs> and, and and they just like were like dad roasting each other. Okay, that's cool. Like they, cool. I didn't know they did that. Like they're like you guys talk smack to each other like on the broadcast, and they were like. <laughs> And they were, but they weren't doing like anything crazy. It's like like it'd be it's while play was going on. Yeah. And at one point Cat's like, Look at that. The cat's is like, look at that, look at that. And it was like a sick play that like one of them did. That's um, awesome. Yeah, if you haven't seen the clip, go look up the clip. It's funny. I can't really do it justice, but I thought it was really something really cool to have on there. I feel um, like they should kinda of start doing that. Especially with like the teams like when they're playing each other and have two great young stars. Yeah. yeah and like if their dads the are cool and they're not gonna go and I'll go on and actually take it yeah, serious. Yeah, they're not gonna like LeVar like they're ball. laughing with they're each other. They're not gonna other. LeVar ball it. They're gonna be like good people about Yeah, it. they're laughing. I'm sure I su- I bet as soon as the cameras cut they like dab each other up. Yeah. They're probably like, Oh no, our muscle's actually better than yours, but like they, yeah. they weren't like trying to like fist fight each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um then the one other thing to watch with this series, obviously all the all the the storylines, Pat Beverly being an, an asshole. I don't know. I'm just saying that I don't like him. Um, but the biggest storyline in this series is um, the protesters. So, obviously, in the playing game, I mentioned it last last time, there was a Timberwolves, someone at the Timberwolves game who glued herself to the court or attempted to and got kicked out. Well, yeah. game one of this series, um, another protester tra- attempted to chain herself to the bottom of the hoop. <laughs> In Memphis. Um, so they're on the road. They're traveling now. Yeah, yeah. So they're probably not getting counted that kind of stuff. Yeah, so that so I don't know because the game's happening right now. I'm sure we go on Twitter after the game. We see another protester doing something. But it, it's a funny storyline to have. Like, Wait, I kinda, what were they protesting again? Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves owner. Um, they, he, he owns like a farm, a couple farms. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And the, they, there's a bird flu broke yeah, out amongst their chickens, the chickens. So he just murdered all the chickens so it stopped to spread. Yeah, yeah, no, he's cool. That's fine. Which makes sense. I mean, billionaires usually aren't that cool. But it's like, 
That makes sense. Yeah. Like, like, it shouldn't be like a PETA thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think even PETA's trying to distance himself from this group. Because they're like, that's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, like, so I, I'm very... Chill. <laughs> like, like, as much as, like... I think the Grizzlies are going to win this series. I hope the Grizzlies win the series because I hate Pat Beverly. Yeah, I don't like him either. But I kind of want Minnesota to keep going so because we see more protesters. <laughs> like, that'd be, that'd be funny. <laughs> like, the NBA Finals, even. <laughs> they go all the way to the Finals. <laughs> they go all the way to the Finals. Oh, another thing while we're talking about this. Look at the Grizzlies catch. Taylor oh, Jenkins. You look him up real quick. Taylor Jenkins. Who does he look like? Who are you saying? Tom Segura. I was thinking that. He looks identical to Tom Segura, yeah. but he has lighter hair. So okay. his, beard, his beard hair I was is thinking that, and I was like, just say who you think it is, and if I'm thinking the same person. It's Taylor, yeah, Taylor Jenkins. As far as I ever saw him, I thought, Tom Segura immediately. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's, it's literally like the same. It's like... A bizarre world where, like, Frank Vogel's actually Joe from Practical Jokers, <laughs> and then, like, Taylor Jenkins actually Tom Segura. I mean, when Frank Vogel's out of his job, they should literally just, he should just go to a Practical Jokers. And yes, his Joe's gone. Yeah, it would just be the perfect swap. Um, all right, moving on to the next series. We're going to stick in the West. We're going to go to the Jazz versus Mavericks, who also played tonight. That series is tied 1-1. Luka's a game-time decision for tonight, most likely probably going to play. Actually, let's check right now, because I checked at 5. So it's at game. Utah now, right? Uh, or is that Dallas? I I think it's in I think it's in Utah. I okay. think I think the Mavericks have home court. Yeah, D- Lucas should be back for this. Um, it's gonna injuries. He's he's out, but that means he's back next game. Okay. So before this game, they said he's gonna either come back either game three or four. Mm-hmm. He was game time decision all day. He said he was feeling good all day. They just rolled him out, so that makes me think they're tied one one. He's like, if we drop a game, it's okay. I'll be back game four. Make sure I'm one hundred percent. Okay. So, Luke is going to be back next game. Um, this is a must-win then for the Jazz because I honestly think the Jazz – I think either of these teams, if they – whoever wins, probably going to get bounced next round. Yeah, I um, agree. Unless the Mavericks win, and then they'll most likely play – I don't know. Probably – When they play the Suns. Yeah, an injured Suns team. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get to that next. We'll get that series next. I don't yeah. want to talk get ahead of myself. But, yeah, like, I don't know. The Jazz, I don't trust moving forward if they win this series. I don't think they're going to win this series. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the Mavs, dude. Yeah, I mean, I took the Jazz originally, but, like, the fact that they lost the game and Luka wasn't even playing, they had three games without Luka. They had to win all three games. I, I think we're going to see the shakeup of Utah soon. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Brunson, in game two, uh, had dropped 41. And the Jazz just let him do it. Um, they had another fourth quarter collapse. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't trust either of these teams. Luke, if he's fully healthy, then he's fine. But yeah, I mean, we'll see when Luca comes back. If they like, if they kind of clean sweep after Luca comes back, I yeah. could see them beating an injured Suns team. Yeah, we'll we'll, move, we'll take that to move on to the next one then. Yeah. Um. So the Suns Pelicans, the big so it's tied one one because basically because Devin Booker got hurt last night. Um. Brandon Ingram dropped 37 points. That definitely helped. But Devin Booker uh, got hurt at the end of the near the end of the game in crunch time, and he's expected to miss two to three weeks. Damn. Um, I forgot what's the injury. Uh, Probably like some type of leg. Hamstring. Hamstring. Yeah. Hamstring. Um, yeah, so he has a hamstring injury. He's out two to three weeks. Rip for the Suns, honestly. Like, 
Obviously, it's the Pelicans. I think they can still beat the Pelicans in seven game series without Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. But the but, next round. But if it's three weeks, mm-hmm. you're not going to have them in all the next round, which you could be playing a way better team that you absolutely need them for. Exactly. Um, so that's definitely Chris definitely Paul's going to put the theme on his shoulders. Yeah, well, speaking of Chris Paul, um, Chris Paul had 30 points and 10 assists in game one, which made him the oldest player. Uh, oldest player in. Uh, Here it comes. Oldest player to have 30 points and 10 assists in a playoff game. Yeah. Passing who trivia. <laughs> what what other guard has it's this? It's a guard. It's a guard. Um, somewhat recent years. After strike one, maybe two, I'll give you a huge hint that you'll get it. Um, um, so Chris Paul, 30, he's 36 years old. He just passed someone. Uh, for to be the oldest person to have 30 points and 10 assists in a playoff game. 30 points, 10 assists in a playoff game. I don't even know if it's a playoff game. I think it's might be 30-10. 30-10 in, in a playoff game, I don't know. I think, I think it's a playoff game. Um, but oldest, so I don't know. It might oldest. just be in general. It might just be in general. It might be the oldest, not playoff games, any NBA game. Damn it. Ten, 30 points, 10 assists. So hit number one that's in what somewhat recent years? Dwayne Wade? No. God damn it. <laughs> um Like what do you mean somewhat recent? Like two thousand tens? Yeah, early. Early two thousand tens. Um I mean if you want I can give you the exact year he retired. Okay, give me the year he retired. Looking him up, looking him up. I, I have a, I have a guess and I think it's right, but he retired in oh. 2015. Tony Parker. No, that's a good guess though. Damn, it's a Damn. good guess. It's a really good guess. Um, I was thinking that he, Spurs. All right, all right, I'll give you a he hint. He's huge in that Spurs. Yeah, I'll give you a hint. Um, he's white. Is he like a guy you love? <laughs> Maybe. Fuck. No, don't. Do I do I love him? Oh, Luca. No, 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 no. Luke Luke is currently playing. Retired, yeah. Fuck. Um, 2015, he retired. He drafted in 1996. He's white. Oh. I mean, I give another obvious hint if you want it. Wait, wait, wait. Am I thinking too much into this? Maybe. I mean, I can give you a really obvious hint. If you want a really obvious hint. Nash? Yeah. Okay. Obvious hint is going to be he's currently a coach in the playoff team. Okay. Or then, if not, I was going to say, what other sons guard? It's also a Suns guard. Um, yeah, Steve Nash. So Chris Paul passed Steve Nash to be the oldest player with 30 and 10. Okay, okay. That's why I don't, I don't think it's a player. I think it's just in general. Um, but, yep, that's uh, that's that trivia question. Um, Devin Booker's out. Pelos won. Um, yeah, we talked about everything. All right, next. Moving on to the last Western Conference playoff matchup right now. It is the Warriors versus the Nuggets. They are they are also playing tonight. The three games tonight are mm. three Western Conference matchups. Um, the Warriors are winning 2-0. In yeah. game one, Jordan Poole made his playoff debut, dropping 30 points. Mm. That's a pretty solid debut to have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he definitely killed A lot it. of rookies have been killing it this series. Yeah. Um, or young players. Absolutely. A big problem for the, sorry, for the Nuggets, and you're going to get mad at me. I'm talking about it. <laughs> But game two, Joker got ejected for having two technical. 
themselves for freaking out on the refs and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. And I believe, maybe not even the refs, maybe the first technical was him going after the guy, I said number zero on the uh, Warriors. I don't know who that is. It was the dude that slapped him on the ass. Yeah, he, like, he like pat him on the ass, and Joker charged him, and then Steph stopped him. So Joker mm-hmm. almost got a second assault charge. Um, but that is like a huge problem. If you don't have Jamal Murray... And Michael Porter Jr. Obviously, the net this not the Nuggets team wasn't going to do much. Joker can yeah. be Joker is a, an insanely talented player who can carry teams to the playoffs like this. But unless you have help in the playoffs, you can't have it. But especially if you're getting ejected, I Mike Moore came out and said he can't be picking up technicals. He's too important to do that. I hundred percent agree. I think it's the series is lost before that even because they don't have. If yeah, Jamal Murray is playing, they'd be a completely different team. Exactly. I. I I think it's I don't know if it's a char- I don't think it's a character thing. I think it's more he's frustrated because he has a good team around him but they just can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And it's just him that's always there. Like he doesn't have like, you know, another player to like lean on. That's what, that's in what I'm saying. Situations. Like so he's there, just a guy. You can drag a team to the playoffs that way, but you can't win in the playoffs. Like exactly. That. So then he gets to the playoffs, he gets frustrated mm-hmm. and ejected. Yeah, which I actually don't think it's anything to do with that really. I think what it is is um, there's one other player in the league who is like known for getting technicals like like this, mm-hmm. and it's Luca, and they're both just like Eastern European. I think that's just how they play over there, and they don't really like they, they might be like maybe yeah. like I I've always said this. The refs are probably a lot tougher over there too. That they're cool with shit. Like they, they can just take that. So they grew up playing against yeah. guys like throwing little up pushes, not getting technicals, mm-hmm. and cussing out the refs, not getting technicals. Another thing I always. Say I, it's my own theory. Um, and that sounds kind of nationalist because, like, I'm like you, America. But I feel like when foreign people learn English and start being like English like language speakers, they are rough around the edges. How they like the tones and like the situations they say things in. Mm-hmm. Like I've known people who are from places and they just kind of say blunt things all the time. Yeah, and they don't think it's like a bad thing to say. Yeah, uh, even Joe Embiid doesn't get that many technicals compared to the other guys, but he's like not no, English yeah. speaking yeah. and he's kind of just says out of pocket stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like a foreign to English thing where people just get mad about things people say. Yeah, like, like, like he, he could have thought like I barely said anything mean, but he could have been like "fuck you, you fucking bitch, piece of shit" in his head. <laughs> it's like this is nothing. Yeah, and us Americans like that's rude as fuck. Technical. <laughs> like I think that's what can happen. Yeah. But regardless, the Nuggets. They. I mean, I didn't think they were going to do anything against the Warriors. Anyways, NBA refs are soft. That's what it is. The NBA refs have been very soft this year. Um, they are playing in Denver tonight. I I think that uh, Joker alone is going to win. Will their way to at least one victory in this series? Yeah, it'll be one. If of anything, it's probably going to be tonight. Yeah, it's one of these home games that they'll get a victory. They'll probably win this. So it's going to be like, a, oh shit, Joker, future MVP yeah, of the yeah. league's going to like keep mm-hmm. them in it, and then they're going to lose <coughs> the next two games. If he gets swept, it could be interesting. Did they already cast the votes? Yeah, it's same. Yeah, it's it's a, it's not ah, okay. playoffs. I was going to say it could be like one of those things where like I thought it was one of those systems where they. So are supposed to stop the votes at the end of the season, but they do the voting after. No, the, the other votes are in. Okay. Um, I think okay, it's kind of wild. Unlike the NFL, the reporters who report on the vote for the MVP in basketball, they just straight up tell everyone who they voted. For. <laughs> you just count them up. Like Kendrick Perkins came out and said, like uh, after last night, which they'll be in the next series again too, the Philly series. Mm-hmm. John beat had that crazy buzzer beater. Kendrick Perkins just straight up tweeted like, "That's why I voted for him for MVP." 
Like, like the people are just like saying who they voted yeah. for. Yeah. Like in arguments, like I voted for this person because of this. Like, no, you're not supposed to like really tell everyone who you voted for. Um, all right, but let, do you have anything on any of the Western Conference series? No, let's take it over to the East. Okay. Um, that's my that's my line, but okay. Um, Philly versus Toronto. Um, the Sixers are up three zero. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> it's over. They can win the next game in Toronto. And Philly is going to close it out. Um, as I referred. To a second ago, Joel Embiid had a sick buzzer beater. Yeah, it was overtime. Awesome. Yeah, um, it was wild. They called a timeout with 0.9 seconds left on the play clock, like 2.6 left on the actual clock. They just didn't worry about Embiid on the fucking sideline. He ran to the three, <laughs> yeah. turned around, and just popped it. Um, it's I'm, I, while it happened, I was like talking to whoever I was with. I forget, and I was like, uh, I was like, I oh my god, this is like the kind of payback for when Kawhi hit that three in Toronto oh, against wow. him. Yeah. And then as soon as I said that, the broadcast cut to that. Damn. Yeah, I know. Damn. I know. I was like, you got to be quicker. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, because that took, that was the, the all, honestly, that was also the exact opposite yeah. of the reaction. Everyone's going nuts in Toronto, and then he hit that shot, and everyone got quiet. Like, you could hear the And it was the other side down. of the court. Yeah, exact opposite. Yeah, no, they, they, like all you could hear after he hit that shot was the Philly bench the situation that happened in the uh, playoffs with the uh, yeah. last time. Yeah, no, it was, it, it, that was wild. Like the only thing you can hear in that whole arena was the Sixers bench. Could you imagine if he had the idea to just t- do the same kind of like celebration? Yeah, like get real low and be like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's nuts. No, that, that's kind of like mentality in that second. Absolutely. That would be great. Um, but yeah, that's the real story from Game Three, Game Two, um, and Game One. It's kind of been the same. Everyone's just been firing on all cylinders, and the Raptors are starting. It's great. Um, Maxi had a killer Game One, dropping thirty eight. Um, but yeah, no, uh, they have r- Raptors really like show no side of life. Yeah, I mean with that with that Scotty Barnes injury, it's cooked. Yeah, absolutely. Serious is cooked. Absolutely. So, uh, oh, the troll is Duncan. I should get Charlie to do that. Yeah, you probably should. That's adorable. Is he going to get a treat now? <laughs> oh, good. I thought they weren't going to give him a treat. Like, Damn, that's robbery. That's, really, that's yeah. fucked up. Um, the next series in the East I want to touch on is the Bucks versus the Bulls. It is tied 1-1, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, the, the, the Bulls had a tight win last night against the Bucks. Um, you know, I dropped like 38-15 and 15 or something mm-hmm. like that. But DeMar DeRozan dropped 41. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Jonas actually passed Kareem to be the big the okay. all time Bucks. No, it's not because okay. the answer would have been Kareem. But no, Jonas okay. passed Kareem to be the all time leading scorer in the playoffs for the Bucks. Okay, yeah. so that's pretty sweet. That's fitting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Bucks. What we know, Kareem forced the Lakers. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, and they had one one there. Yeah, one one there. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, the real story out of last the last night's game, the Bucks. I mean, the Bulls barely pulled out a win, but. Chris Middleton sprained his MCL. Um, I don't know the timetable, but MCL sprain for a basketball player especially has to at least be a week, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Depends on how serious it was. Yeah. You might not see him for a few games, which kind of gives the Bulls a sign of life. It really I think, does. Yeah. I think Giannis is still going to – Yeah, I still think Giannis and the rest of the Bucks are still going to like win the series. Mm-hmm. But I think the Bulls are going to – I obviously thought the Bulls were going to sleep before that injury. Mm-hmm. And already they're up – they got a game. So I think it could go to six or seven, honestly. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna lean thing. towards uh, six on that. But I agree. Yeah, same. I agree. But 
I don't know. It's I don't think the Bulls are going to beat the Bucks, but it's definitely going to make things interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, two more. I'm also going to save the Heat for last because that's why I can get break into down more because I, I, I've been watching those closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other, I the one thing I did call, even though I'm right now my predictions on like the series is not that great. Um, but what I definitely did call was this is definitely going to be the best first round series. It's the Celtics Nets. Yeah. So far, it's been an electric series. Mm-hmm. Um, game one, you had. Even they didn't bo- they've been in Boston the last two games, so there's a lot of like fuck Kyrie <laughs> and all that stuff. Kyrie yeah, he's flicking them off back. Yeah, he he was flicking them off. He got fined 50k for it. The all time was he like did it behind his head. He flicked off the first guy <laughs> on the head. I um, mean, he had a killer game. It's nuts. But if you're a Boston fan, it was, it was very satisfying because it ended with a buzzer beater layup around Kyrie. Jason Tatum took it around Kyrie for the buzzer beater layup, <laughs> which buzzer beater buzzer beater layup is like. Very rare. Yeah, yeah, because usually the paint's very well protected. Yeah, it's usually like they take a three over they have more room they can actually line it up better. Yeah. But that was like an insane pass by Marcus Smart. Um, but yeah, no, that, game one was electric. Game two was electric, even though the final score didn't look that close as the first game. The Nets were up 17 at one point. And the, and the, and the Celtics, like Jalen Brown and uh, Grant Williams, just came Firing back all cylinders, mm-hmm. um, they ended up winning by like double digits. I think, like completely flipping it. KD in the second half shot over ten. I tell you what, man, I hate to say it, but if the Celtics pull out of the series in a sweep somehow, yeah, look out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, they're on a roll. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's gonna be a sweep. I think they will Nets... hit Jericho's wall at some point, but like if they don't, mm-hmm. I, I uh, the Nets are. Playing in Brooklyn the next two games, they have mm-hmm. to at least win both. They have to win both, but this game three is very important coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ben Simmons check, he is cleared to play game four. Yeah, I've seen that. So he won't play next game, but he will be back game four. If the Nets win game three and they re-add Ben Simmons into a team, they should win the series. They should win the series because Ben Simmons. I say it all the time, and I, people always like roast Ben Simmons because he's trash at shooting. He's one of the best defending guards ever. Yeah. Like he, not ever. I mean, maybe ever. I don't know. We'll <clears> that's see. the only reason he stayed relevant. This that's why he's an all-star, really. Like he, yeah. he also mm-hmm. can drive very well and play in the paint, which they don't have Robert Williams to protect the rim. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that hasn't really been a problem so far, but when you have a, a multiple people attacking the rim and uh, Ben Simmons is playing like forward or something like that, who can pass and he can he can drive and then he can lock anyone down on defense. One of the... Reasons Bam Adebayo is so good at defense is because when you set a screen and you switch, he can guard a guard. Yeah, Ben Simmons can also do that, and he has the size of a big guy. So that's gonna be huge for the Nets if they get him back. Um, but I mean, I have I had the Nets winning in seven. Yeah, I had them winning in five, so I'm shot. Yeah, I had them winning in seven. That's still possible, but. Um, the Celtics definitely, like you said, they definitely look really tough. I thought KD and Kyrie were going to go off, and they just have been struggling a little yeah. bit. Well, KD's over ten in the second half last yeah. last game. He basically credited to like how physical the Celtics defense is and how hard it is to score. So that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. You just need some <laughs> if you play some physical guy uh, off. If you play some some physical people near that skin, <clears throat> yeah, you're not going to score that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right. The moment y'all been waiting for. <laughs> the Heat Hawks. Um, Your parade. Yeah, the Heat are up 2-0. Uh, 
Killing it. Killing Slaughter, absolutely murdering. Slaughtering the Hawks. Yeah. Yeah, even when the Hawks like go and runs in like the last game they won a multiple rounds. Bo uh Bogdan have like went off mm-hmm. like at one point in the third, fourth quarter. They we just immediately shut back down and still won by ten. <laughs> um we I I I think we're the most disrespected number one seed ever. No one's gonna talk about that. But now ESPN, they have been talking about the Heat. The last yeah, because because they, they realize oh because it's the series that like is really besides the Sixers is just like this is a one man show. Yeah, it's Jimmy, a one sided event. Like absolutely. Uh, one first point I have here underneath is mm-hmm. I love how Chippy is getting. Uh, yeah. In game one, Jimmy Hot Butler went after Trey. Yeah, Trey Young and Jimmy Butler went at each other. Mm-hmm. In game two, uh, DeAndre Hunter and. Uh, Kyle Lowry got into it. Um, there's definitely they each got technicals. Both games there's technicals thrown for like having to break up fights. Yeah, I feel like when the Hawks like I don't know maybe because we the Knicks played them last year, but mm-hmm. I feel like whenever the Hawks are like in that kind of situation where they're fucked, they just kind of like start throwing bows and just start getting the other team mad. No, absolutely. You know, they just say fuck it. Like let's just oh, yeah, they get let's shit try out. to get some ejections thrown our way. And Trey Young's kind of like Reggie Miller. He'll try to like he'll do like the to the crowd. Yeah, like yeah. That. Oh, yeah, it'll be a cocky little shit. Yeah, the Heat was booing them every time they hit the ball. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, the the Hawks are in our division, so, like, we do play them a lot. So, they, they it's kind of a rivalry a little bit there, even without... Yeah, it's kind of, like, even geographically playoffs. close as well. Yeah. Um, no, I just, we should make a meme with the arms, like, the muscles, like, whole, like things, like, Nick fans, Heat fans, fuck Trey <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I do want to credit you for the... Uh, Harry Lott- Lollipop tweet. Yeah, I've been doing it every time we win. Yeah. Every time we win, I'll do it. <laughs> um, all right, but go back to my notes. I've kind of gone off off the path here. Yeah. Um, in game one, the Heat blew out the Hawks. Duncan Robinson dropped eight threes off the bench. Yeah, dude. Their bench player is just insane. That's why That's why we, I think that's why I've been preaching that we're actually very good. Yeah, as long as they can stay consistent with the shooting. Yeah, absolutely. No slumps. Um, Tyler Hero had a kind of rough first two games, but still... Playing yeah, but if you trade them, like, you know, maybe when Tyler Hero's hot, Duncan will be down yeah. with it. You know, as long as you keep that, like, consistent at least. Absolutely. As long as they're not both cold, then you're fine. Absolutely. Um, Jimmy Jimmy Butler in game two had his playoff career high, 45 points. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not solid. Um, no, yeah, but good for him. Oh, actually, this could have been a one, but I also didn't do this one because I gave you the Steve Nash one. Okay. Um, he is only the second person ever to have 45 points, zero fouls, and zero turnovers. Wow, okay. No turnovers and fouls. So that first Who's person is Dominic person? Wilkins. Okay. Hawk. An Atlanta Hawk. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, Just taking that away from him. Absolutely. And then we'll get into the headlines. Uh, it was blasphemous that Bam wasn't a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year. And really, he wasn't. He wasn't even a finalist. He came out and said, like, that kind of, he, he felt disrespected. Yeah. Stat Muse. I don't know if you've ever seen them. Like you obviously probably recognize, like like the cartoon faces like this. Okay. They always post post stats and stuff. The three people who finished above him and him so far playoff like defensive ratings. Yeah. Uh, opposing players' field goal percentage while being guarded by these players. The top three: Marcus Smart, Rudy Gobert, and Mikel Bridges are like the three finalists for defensive player of the year. Okay. Um, Marcus Smart's allowing fifty five percent shooting percentage. <laughs> Rudy Gobert, thirty-two point four. Mikel Bridges, twenty-eight point six. Bam Adebayo's, eighteen point eight percent. Yeah, um, players in the playoffs who's attempted sixteen shots on Bam, only made three. Wow. 
Like, he's just been that shut down on defense. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Dude. Yeah, I don't know why Marcus Smart's there. Yeah, well, we'll get to the headlines, but he won it. Oh, he did? Yeah, we'll skip ahead of that part. Of okay, the fuck. Was... Sorry, my bad. No, you're good. I, 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 ain't I So they announced that already? Yeah, let me finish the Hawks and Heat. What? John Collins returned and had a double-double. Bogdan killed it, but the reason they really lost game two is Trey shot two for ten from three. Okay. And a lot of his misses were very bad. Yeah. Um, And then Clint Capella's also been, got hurt in the playing game, and he hasn't played yet. He had hypersending his knee. He might come back. He might not. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, we were saying that whatever the playing games were going on, but like that's like the nail in the coffin on them for... Even like winning, you know, a couple games for the against the one seed. Yeah, um, I think if Clint Capella's playing, they win one game. If but now he's not. If he doesn't play at all, I sweet. Yeah, I'm calling it. You, um, you getting brooms? Uh, yeah. I mean, I wish this was Cleveland. <laughs> I would have brought. Yeah, it would have been sweet. We were talking about because we would have went because the game I would have like probably had us go to was Game Four. Yeah. Like, so if it was three zero and yeah. we're going to Cleveland, I'm definitely bringing a broom. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I'd love to get a quick and lens arena. Dude. And then and then when someone like talks shit on me, the cast talks shit on me, I'll start talking shit on the Browns. Because <laughs> I'm a heat You'll dealer. You'll just fan. double down and be like, wait. <laughs> oh, fuck. Are you serious? You don't like the Browns? <laughs> oh, I should have noticed. Yeah, you're a Steelers I should have noticed. You're Ryan. You like take... You should have wore like one of those double hats. Yeah. Where like one side's heat and then you just like turn it around and it's a Steelers hat. Or I should... Oh, I should... I should get a jersey made. That's half Najee Harris, half Jimmy Butler. <laughs> They're both 22. Yeah, yeah, That'd yeah. That'd be funny. Uh, but all right, as I mentioned, uh, the guy kind of spoiled it a little bit. Sorry. Marcus Smart uh, is, was the Defensive Player of the Year this year. What? Um, That's insane. I didn't catch that for some reason. He's the first guard to be announced Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, fuck. Since 1995-1996. damn it. When this player won it, nicknamed the Glove. Wait. Gary I wear, Payton. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I want to throw another <laughs> trivia in there, but I'll try to make it easy. No, because you, you have that shirt with I have that hoodie. I was going to say I have that hoodie. Yeah, yeah, I was going to wear that hoodie. I was going to wear the hoodie. If it was quarter, I was going to wear that hoodie and say, trivia, who was the last one to wear it? And just sit here, like, chest out, and just kind of, like, look down a few times. Honestly, I probably would have missed it if yeah. he didn't say the glove. Yeah, so Gary Payton, <laughs> aka the Glove, was the last was the last guard to win it since Marcus Smart. So that ninety six, the twenty that that's as old as I am. That's that is twenty six years. Yeah, twenty six years, no guard, one defensive player. Marcus Smart did play well during the. I mean, he had like a lot of blocks and like forced turnovers, and like he makes his shots. Like so, he has that mm-hmm. offensive aspect to him. But yeah, no, I I definitely agree. He sh- I I think he should have won. I agree with that. I just think it's disrespectful that Bam didn't become a finalist. Yeah, I think the better. I guess get bridges. bridges out of there. Yeah, yeah. I think he should have been over. Yeah, see, look, they sit. They're sitting next to each other. Uh, okay, that's. Right. Nice. I think they're cool. <laughs> like, I think they're cool. I don't know the connection, but well, I mean, they're sitting next to each other, so I don't think so. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Absolutely. Um, next headline. We only have two more, then we'll pass it on to our top fives. Um, Glenn Rivers gets yeah. the hundredth playoff win, tying Larry Brown as the fourth of all time list for playoff wins from head coaches. Trivia. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> you you had the one trivia question early, came out with like two other like number stat like headlines. And you're like, no, no trivia, don't worry. And then you just come in at the fucking fourth quarter with these goddamn trivia questions. Alright, just lay it on me. Fuck. Some bullshit. 
<laughs> right, just go. Just, just lay it on. Just... All right. So he's number four on the list. All right. All time coaching playoff wins. Okay. Three ahead of him. Name him. Pop. Pop, yes. Phil Jackson. Yes. Um, this is where I'm going to fall. I'm going to go. No. Wait, who's. It's Glenn. Okay. Um, Glenn's four. So you have four, three, and one. I'm going to go Spolstra. Wrong. Good, good guess. I think Damn. he's number eight. He's number eight. Fuck. Okay. Um, he was younger, so I was like hesitant on that one. He's actually at 86 already. Yeah, it's great. Like he's yeah. gonna have great numbers when he retires. Absolutely. Um, well, he's never. So these are gonna be he... these are gonna be older, like not current coaches. Yeah, no. The hint I was gonna have for you if you got to do two strikes is one is active and you got pop already. Um, um, wait, Spolstra doesn't say it's not Spolstra. Pat Riley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, that's the three, right? That's it. You got. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Let's go. I only missed one. Let's go. That's a good one. Which one did you miss? I guess Bolstra. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, how did you do on all trivia? I don't know. The first one was kind of given to me. The second, the second one, one I got. Yeah, I also gave you a hand in the question. Yeah, it was a big hand. I, I gave you a hand. Third one I got. I named the guy. I, I named the guy. Last one I got straight up. You got the last one straight up. Um, I still want to see that real quick. Yeah. You know, he never won Coach of the Year. Glenn. No, uh, Spolstra. Really? No. I don't think so. He's up this year, though, right? Yeah, but he's not going to win. It's going to be Monty Williams because he got stopped last year to your boy. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's like it's funny because like, I'm going to double it, check. It's though. funny now because Tim's like, struggling. <laughs> um, I don't know. I still I think he's still giving Spolstra. I think you snub Monty again. Yeah, I'm looking up. If Spolstra never won before, then he absolutely deserves one. But if he did, if I'm missing it, then... Damn, Minnesota's going on another run. Damn. No, he never won. That's insane. He never won. That's crazy because you would have thought like during the LeBron years he would have got one. No. He would have snuck one in there. For those years, he won. Pop, though. Pop won twice. Yeah. George Mm -hmm. Carl won once. And. It was probably skewed because he. Either Tom Thibodeau, I, I can't ever tell what the years. These are four years. Either Tom Thibodeau won his first year there, or Mike Bootenhauser won his last year. Okay. Um, no, that's not because it's funny because Eric Spolster is like considered like one of the best coaches of all time already. Yeah, and he's like he made the all time list for the team seventy five for the coaches, the top fifteen team coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. He's never won. I guess <laughs> you look at the rest of the list; they all won. That is, that is criminal. That's that's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right. One last headline, then you can move on. This Don't worry, it's not a trivia question. But it kind of ties in with some pop culture stuff. Um, apparently, Jerry West is suing HBO and Adam McKay. I did see that, Over yeah. his portrayal, of, over their portrayal of Jerry West on Winning Time. Yeah. Um, they say the series, quotes falsely and cruelly portrays Mr. West as an out-of-control, intoxicated rageaholic. Um, apparently, the show is based off a book, though, depicting behind-the-scenes stuff. <laughs> um, and, but West teams... The dad was like one of the comebacks to it, and West teams came out and said, "If you read that book, you don't like they've overblown even that." So, I mean, here's the thing, though: it was really only like the what, first two episodes he was like that. And he screams and stuff. 
yeah. every episode. Like, yeah. Like, whenever, like, even last episode, not to get in the review so early, but, like, whenever, like, they're in Boston and he's in the cabin, he's like, fuck you, fuck you, to, like, but the that was, cabin. like, more rivalry. But, yeah, that's nothing to do with, like, Rachel Holly. Yeah. But that yeah. but that one episode did look bad, where he's getting it, fucked up it and did, throwing shit through the like, windows. It was just one episode. And, like, I don't think it's that, I don't think it's that bad of, like, I don't want to say a portrayal, because, like, I'm sure he wasn't, like, too bad like that, mm-hmm. but... I don't think it justifies a lawsuit. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. I, mean, I don't think they'll win the lawsuit. No, probably not. But, I don't know. It, it is just, like, kind of wild, like, all these Lakers players come out and be like, this is some bullshit. Like, Which it kind of is... tells me, like, they were kind of liking the shit. Like, oh, absolutely. You know? <laughs> I saw one comment, like, to the, to the article on Twitter um, about Kareem not liking it, saying, like, how Kareem was against that whole scene of him telling that kid to fuck off. Yeah, 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 and then somebody commented. He was like, "That's exactly how I would, I would expect the Kareem from the Lakers show to respond to that kind of to a show being made about him." No, absolutely. You know? <laughs> like, and I was like, "That's hilarious." All right, Meter sent me a top five idea. Mm-hmm. Um, he said we should do it next week, which we could. What is it? Um, I'll, I might have it for the NBA segment because the top five. NBA players you would want to be your co-worker. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know why. He gave me his list. I very much I bet you're taking Joker. Yeah, I can sue the place. <laughs> he assaulted me. Did he? I, oh, my God. He almost named like, everyone I don't like. <laughs> well, yeah. He's Boston's boy. You know, he's got all the boxes. He's, he's zero Boston players. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll say, I'll say meters because I don't think these are going to be our list. Okay. Um... His top five NBA players he would want to have as a co-worker. Honorable mention Steve Adams. Makes sense. Big Kiwi is a nice guy. Yeah. Fun. Like, he seems like fun. He seems awesome. Um, number five, Carl Anthony Towns. I know you hate him. Yeah, I'm not you said he. On. You said he is dead, by the way. He's not. Okay. Um, you said he's done. He's washed. But no, I don't know. I, I, I like him because I'm a Kentucky guy, but I don't know if he's going to be a good co-worker. Marcus Morris, I hate him. Yeah. So I'm not going to take him. Um, I wouldn't have picked him either. I would have picked Markeith Morris, his brother. Um, number three, Alex Caruso. That'd be chill. It would be, yeah. Just with him after, after the shift. I <laughs> um, actually would like Alex Caruso. Number two, Gordon Hayward. Um, I don't necessarily like... I like Gordon Hayward, but like I don't think he's like fun. Are we going only active players? Um, yeah, it's okay. according to his list. The number one is Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy Butler, but no. I, I feel like Jimmy Butler would be awful goer. No, I think he, I think new Jimmy Butler would be good, but like Tim. That's true. He's a good Jimmy team. Butler. Yeah, he's a good team. Yeah, with the Heat, he has to be in the right business. Yeah, yeah. He has to be in the right. Yeah, shift. it has to be the right office. It has to be the right shift. He has mm-hmm. to have the right people around him. Yeah, yeah. And then he'll be a great coworker. Mm-hmm. But if like he hates any other coworker, he's gonna make that workplace so toxic. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, that's why I probably want to put him number one. I'd but maybe have, like maybe he'd be a my number one list because I haven't beat in there. Oh, beat would be funny. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like he'd be like the jokester. Hundred percent. Uh, you need to have one guy that does work though. Uh, see, I feel like when I do this, I'm gonna try to have an office setting that is both fun and gets shit done. Yeah. So like you know we don't just like get, lose our jobs. All right. We're so let's out of the hole. Right now, I'll I'll mark this on our notes. We'll do this list next week for the NBA segment. I'll put okay. the NBA segment. Do uh, we should pick one neutral job. Okay. So it's not like uh, we have to pick. We'll do it off. off I mean, there. I would just say Dunder Mifflin. Like just office. Should we should we draft positions? 
accountant, a salesperson, a manager, and a receptionist. I don't hate that idea. Let's do five. Let's find five jobs in the office. Warehouse. HR, <laughs> warehouse. Hey, listen. Let's draft oh, people who, to who it. be a good HR? I don't even hey, know. Yeah, we're going to stop here. We're going to save the content for next week. We'll table it. That's great. I'm going to put it in my notes to sit her down. Thank you, Brett Meter. Um, but all right, let's take it over to top five. Stoner edition. Yeah, yeah, for 420. Yeah, 420 stoner <laughs> edition. Uh, we might do another one of these eventually, but all right, let's get it. Yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right, and let's take it over to pop culture, leading off with movies. I just want to first mention before we get into the big trailers, but the Nick Cage movie that releases this week dropped mm. the clip. Uh, from the, like a little interaction between him and Pedro Pascal's character, talking about Paddington Two, and it was just fucking hilarious. It was like it. Number one, it makes me want to watch Paddington Two, which I've never even seen Paddington One, but I might just skip. It Still it. doesn't. It's definitely <laughs> still doesn't want anything to watch Paddington Two. But I don't know. But if it, like I kind of think would be like with Nick Cage, where I feel like I'd, I'd be like, "What are you talking about? Paddington Two is like the mm. third best movie ever." Mm. And you watch and you're like, "Fuck." <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I think that's just a joke. I don't but think the Nick Cage movie looks hilarious. And oh I, yeah, I, I was sold from this from the trailer. But. Yeah, I, I was sold from the name of the title of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, it it looks like it's going to be hilarious, and I'm definitely trying to see it probably sooner than later. So maybe next week I'll have seen it and be, we'll be able to give my thoughts on the movie. Um, but let's get into the meat of the movie uh, section here with the trailers. So we got the Thor four. More Thor's Ford Thor trailer. It's not Love and Thunder. It's it, This is the new title. Um, but they dropped their trailer finally after long await. Some people were thinking they were going to wait until Doctor Strange released. But it looks like they did it just in time so they could have a play during the previews. Mm-hmm. But the trailer opens up great. You have Thor progressing through his life, running through a field of, mm-hmm. field of Flanders. His second his second uh, version of him is wearing the comic accurate outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then we get a lot of uh, previews like you know his interactions with Guardians of the Galaxy being a Ravager I feel like that's going to be like the first half an hour of the movie I agree like they'll just like the Guardians will be in it real quick and then they'll just like write them out and then they'll set up Guardians 3 with that yeah Uh, that's absolutely what's happening mm -hmm. and then um, it goes into you know Korg and uh, Thor kind of venturing around I feel like before we get into the actual plot, we're going to kind of have Thor just be like kind of reminiscent of the What If episode. Party Boy? Of Party Boy Thor. Not like a party boy, but just kind of like fucking around, going around the universe. Oh yeah, opposite. Just, opposite opposite of Party Boy, he's on like a vision quest. Yeah. He's like meditating and he's yeah. smoking weed and he's just enjoying life. But it's just Thor around the galaxy. Yeah, making out pirates. Going, yeah, just like doing random shit, debauchery. Um, but I think... Uh, I think so. That goes into that, and we start to see like some of the actual like plot as far as uh, the gods' uh, living area. Is it like Olympus? I don't even know. Well, there's different. There's different sects of gods. I think. Yeah. Just like mythology, I think. Like yeah, but like the location is that like Olympus? Yeah. Again, the comics, all the Greek gods are Olympus. Okay, I didn't know if that was just like Hercules from Disney. Yeah. Bring that if that was a comic. Well, yeah, there is Hercules in the comics. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, so we get confirmed Zeus, right? Like that's, that's Russell Crowe, yeah. Oh, that's Russell Crowe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zeus is uh, Russell Crowe. That's going to be great. Um, 
And then we didn't we didn't get to see Christian Bale yet. Which I, I'm good. very excited for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's good that we did not see Christian Bale yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we kind of see not much else except for like some cool uh, cinematography snapshots. But we do see Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie mm-hmm. kind of being uh, president of New Asgard. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. It was like a more of a formal setting than I expected. Like they were all dressed up like in a fucking meeting room, like a council chamber. Um, but it looks like it's going to be sweet. Uh, the song playing throughout the trailer, Sweet Child of Mine, that was awesome. But yeah, I mean, th- this movie, I, I'm not going to, you know, have no, I'm not going to have any distrust in what Marvel puts out. So I think this movie's going to be great and it's going to be a good continuation for the Thor. Mm-hmm. Probably a good closing. It's probably going to close out Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, so here's um, here's the official synopsis of it. Okay, okay. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, Thor attempts to find inner peace but must return to action and recruit Valkyrie, Korg, and Jane Foster, who has become the mighty Thor, to stop Gore the God Butcher from eliminating all of the gods. Okay. So basically so he, he's on a vision quest. He's, he's on chilling. a vision quest. He finds the gods. The gods the, are like, hey, there's this dude fucking us up. He's yeah. like, let me get a team. I'll be back. Gets the team, comes back, fights, wins. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the movie. Exactly. He starts recruiting people. But there's that one <laughs> shot from the trailer where it's like the giant monster dead and Thor and Korg looking from a rock. Yeah, yeah. That's from the comics. Is Almost it? that exact panel, which is minus Korg, it's just Thor on that rock. Okay, okay. And that big thing was a god. Really? It's like one of the Thor's boys. Oh, shit. So that's probably how he discovers it. Damn. Okay. Like, like what's going on here? So he goes to Zeus, and Zeus is probably not, not a care in the world, and I guarantee Zeus doesn't make it out of this movie. Either. I mean, what Taika Waititi did for the franchise with uh, Ragnarok, it looks like he's just going to continue this with Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah. Or, sorry, Morthor's Thor. Yeah. But uh, anything else from that trailer you want to mention? <laughs> Jane Foster looks sweet. Yeah, pulling in the uh, broken Mjolnir. <laughs> Um, next up, the Buzz Lightyear trailer 2 dropped. Yes, sir. Now, originally when we first saw this trailer, we were pretty much out on the movie. You when know? I first heard the premise, I was out. Yeah, it just kind of seemed like a money grab. You I'm know, a like, big Buzz Lightyear fan. Hey, people love Toy Story, let's make a Buzz Lightyear movie. Mm-hmm. But after watching the second trailer and getting more of an idea what the movie's going to be about, it looks like a bop. <laughs> it looks no, like a really so good, good It looks so good. <laughs> So essentially, like, Buzz Lightyear's on a mission, he gets sent into space, and they kind of do a Planet of the Apes thing where I guess he's probably thinking he's going to, like, another planet, but then he just ends up in the future Earth. Mm-hmm. And he sees, like, all of the grandchildren of his friends, and I guess there's, like, some type of mission with some type of villain who's going to be Zerg, and then, yeah, looks like that'll be, like, the premise of the movie. Yeah. Is that cat voiced by Matthew Broderick in the trailer? It's I think so. Like from Rick and Morty. Oh, no, 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 definitely not. That be... <laughs> like they kind of like reference that a little bit. That'd, That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um, I'd look it up, but I'm already looking at something else. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, that's really all I have from the trailer. I'm just kind of like in for the movie now. Oh, yeah. So I definitely recommend checking out the trailer and making your own uh, assumption based off that. Mm-hmm. I agree. But anything else from Buzz? Um, no. All right, two fifty. Looks really good. Uh, then the I have, I have one more trailer. It's this movie called Dashcam. It's like a horror movie from Blumhouse, which I know you're not big on horrors, but it's getting good reviews. 
And the trailer, it doesn't tell much of like what's going on. It's usually a good sign in mm-hmm. good movies like that. People are saying like it it's revolutionizing the horror genre and shit like that. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll check it out uh, at some point. Probably won't go see it in theaters, but I might stream it later when it's available. Yeah, not too bad. It doesn't look that bad from the trailer. Mm-hmm. And then going over to some other movie news aside from the trailers. Uh, Sony's Madam Web movie is now going to be releasing in July of 2023. Um, wait, real quick, side note. I'm pissed. Yeah. I was looking at my notes. I didn't have my notes pulled up when I first started it. Talking about Thor, I wrote something down for Thor. Okay, what'd you put? Just the comment. It's kind. Of, it's just the comment that Thor just seems like he's a fifth year in college. Yeah. <laughs> fifth year senior. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he sees the Guardians running the battle, and like that's like all the younger guys getting really drunk. You're like, yeah. And you just go back to your place. Yeah, and crash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I should have mentioned that on Thor. I forgot about that comment. I no, I feel that. that. I feel that's that. My, that was my immediate response to watching the first time I went to the, my notes and wrote down Thor's a fifth year senior in college. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, yeah, Sony, Sorry, Sony's Madden Web is now releasing in July of 2023. I don't. I'm, I'm not pumped for any of these movies. Sony movies? No, yeah. especially after bad Morbius was. I didn't even see it. I know it's awful. <laughs> and Venom's weren't that great now I'm looking back at it. Venom 1 was okay. Mm-hmm. Venom 2 kind of sucked. But, you know, we'll see. I, I do want to see footage of it to see what they're going to bring to the table here. But yeah, Right now, Sony Marvel movies are in that zone where I need someone to go see it and say, holy shit, it's life-changing. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, like, Venom, it's Venom was good. Venom was but okay. Morbus, Morbius is so bad. Venom 1 was like a 7 out of 10. I'd say a f- six out of ten. Okay, well, yeah, six Venom or seven two was probably a seven. No, Venom two was worse than you Venom think? one. Way worse than Venom one. But Venom two was awful. Okay, I thought Venom two was like a three out of ten. Three out of ten, damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely didn't do as good at critics. I didn't hate it as much as everybody else did. Yeah, I don't know. I, Personally, I think Andy Serkis tried to do something with Venom two where he tried to make the movie an hour and a half so people just get in and out. You don't bore people, but. There's like no explanation to anything. Superhero movies, you have to be an hour forty-five minimum. Yeah, yeah. So it was way too rushed, and then I just feel like it, like because of that, like Woody Harrelson's Carnage wasn't great, mm-hmm. and like it's just basically because it wasn't like anything separate itself from the first one. It's just doing the same villain but a different color. True, I get, I get that argument. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought Venom one was good. Venom two was awful. Then uh, the next thing I had, Ezra Miller was arrested again. Yeah. <laughs> the boy's done. In Hawaii, he was arrested again. For what? Assault again? I think so. I didn't even That's why he got in trouble for the first time again last week. Yeah, and they they actually arrested him this time. So. Um, but DC, or Warner Brothers actually came out and announced that they're not concerned about the arrest. So I don't know how to they Didn't that. they cut him? No, they were considering it. But now they're like backing on that, like backtracking on that, huh. where they're like, yeah, like they're kind of like the Browns with Deshaun Watson right now. Mm, like or, we're not concerned about it. Or Cream Hunt. Or Cream Hunt. Or Miles Garrett. Miles <laughs> Garrett. And then the last thing I had was the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse movie is has been delayed eight months until June of 2023. So we're gonna have a summer of Spider-Mans again. Yeah. And, uh, I'm cool with them doing that because I actually want that to be good. Yeah, because you know, animation, shit like that. If we're gonna go above and beyond 
And they even said, like, each universe they visit, it's going to have its own animation style. Yeah. So, like, that's definitely hard to do, you know? So, I, I'm all, I'm fine with that. You know, it stinks because, like, I, I want to see it. But, you know, if you're going to make it, like, better than the last one, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm cool with that. It's kind of funny. Um, it's kind of funny when you think about it. It's also the same for, like, video games, too. Mm-hmm. When a project has a track record of being good and it's delayed, fans always go, okay, good. Take as much time as you want. Mm-hmm. When a product, like, when a franchise or a movie or a game is going to, like, everyone's, like, expecting it to suck. It mm-hmm. gets delayed. Everyone's like, wow, of course it gets delayed. It's going to be so bad. Yeah, that actually kind of just happened with Breath of the Wild 2 for Nintendo. Yeah. Because they delayed that until, like, next uh, Christmas, I think. Yeah, everyone's probably cool. And everyone's it. cool with it. But, like, a lot of people are theorizing that the Switch can't mm-hmm. handle it. Like, what yeah. their aspirations are for it. So yeah. they're waiting until they release the next gen. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, oh, yeah, like, you know. That's why they delayed This is going to be the headliner for it. Yeah. I don't know about that, but... We'll see. No, I definitely agree with you there. Usually for like certain genres. Like Morbius, if it got delayed, we'd be like, oh my god, it's so shitty that they have to find a way to <laughs> yeah. fix it. And then, but if it's like this, Spider into the Spider-Verse 2, we're like, okay, good. Take as much time as you want. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's perfect. Yeah. Like that, that, that's for video games, movies, TV shows, everything. But that's all I have for movies. Anything you want to toss in? Um, I know. I have some for TV, so don't forget me on TV. All right, all right. Let's take it over to TV then, leading off the new Moon Knight episode. Yes. This show, I think, is my favorite show. Yes. That Marvel has done. Yes. Um, that episode was incredible. It was even, like, creepy, like, edgy a little bit. Like dude, The jump scare with the mummy gone. Yeah, like... When, when, when uh, Layla got dragged into dude, the thing. Dude, it was so good. Like, I feel like they're kind of exploring ways, like... Hey, can we do this shit in our shows and it's still like fine? Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, that works. So maybe we do this for like a movie, you know? Yeah. They're kind of like working it a little bit. So like, you know, if they do like an R-rated Deadpool, you know, hey, we can do it and make money still. Mm-hmm. But and she ripped his arm off and stabbed him with it and killed him. Yeah, yeah. Just had the flare in his face. <laughs> yeah. She was big on the flare guns the whole episode. No, uh, like, too much, too much. <laughs> a little flare. too much. Too yeah. much flare. Like, too she much was, flare gun. She was popping out flare guns like, like it was like, all right, another problem. Flare gun. Another yeah. Problem. Flare gun. <laughs> Kids are gonna watch that and just think flare gun solved everything. <laughs> yeah. And then, um. Uh, yeah. And then we. Uh, so like the first part of the episode, like they're investigating the tomb. Uh, they find the tomb of Alexander the Great. Which is sick. That's a sick concept, too. I love yeah. that history kind of aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Stephen figures out, like, oh, the... Uh, she, he's the mouth of the uh, omelet. Uh, of omelet, yeah. So, like, the little uh, statue is in the mouth of the mummy. Mm-hmm. Um, then we learn that Mark was there whenever Layla's dad died. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things I watched theorized it after... Um after uh, the the fake hero people arrested Stephen, and they said we want Mark did, and one of them was execute execution style architect archaeologist. Okay, and so they started theorizing that was Layla's dad, uh, and it, and this confirmed that it was. It just he didn't actually kill him. That Harris just setting it up. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Huh? Yeah. All right. Um, the episode of two, I think they they reference that. Gotcha. And then, like, after the whole uh, scene in the pyramid, I think it was a pyramid, right? Mm. It was pyramids of Giza. Tomb, something. Or tomb, something, yeah. The, the, the council's in Pyramid of Giza. Oh, yeah. The tomb okay. is okay. its own thing. Yeah, the tomb's its own thing. Um, 
Then Mark gets shot, or Steven gets shot, one of the two. Mark. They, yeah, they, Mark gets shot, and then falls into the... That's why the Santa Zone starts with Mark, because it was him last. Okay, gotcha. Mm. And then we go into this giant, like... Water. Dream sunken world, place. something. It looked like, like, like the sunken place from... Uh, yeah. Get Out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you see, like, there's so many... I feel like there's so many Easter eggs that I didn't want to look up, but I feel like I caught some. Mm-hmm. Um... And you see him like going around. He finds Steve and saves him out of. And he was like chilling a sarcophagus. And then you see another sarcophagus in red, which was your probably Jake serial, Lockley. Yeah, Jake Lockley, mm-hmm. the serial killer guy, because he was trying to get out. And nobody yeah. opened it up. Um, then at the end, we see this Egyptian hippo, who I'm assuming is that uh, the person she they were talking to at the beginning of or the end of last episode. Right? Oh, uh, no. It's a different one. It's a different one? Mm-hmm. Okay. That one starts with an H, the, the, the uh, Native American actress chick. Okay. I thought that, it was that, her, but in like her, I don't know, goddess, that, goddess form. Like the that goddess. one's close. It's an H. This one is T... 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 I'm going to look it up. Okay. Well, yeah, look it up. I don't know how to pronounce this. I'm just going to show you. I, I thought it was that chick, but like her conchu form. You know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely like wild though. <laughs> yeah, so that it's just trippy. It's pretty just sure trippy that's just a different character. It's also in the comics, all the stuff. I mean, she's just an Egyptian god. Okay, I think she's. If I had to guess, mm-hmm. she's probably in the same position as Conchu and turned into one of the statues. Okay, you notice when they put Conchu on that wall, there's the a lot. Episode, yeah, there's a lot, and, and there's only and it shows that five people of... of the nine person council mm-hmm. left. I I think, some fuckery going on. I think the Horace, the head guy, is yeah. in cahoots with like something and like mm-hmm. try to take out of all of them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and so I think she's gonna be like, yeah, they did this to me because this. I'll help you get Conchu, and then she's gonna like help the fight. I mm-hmm. I don't really know anything about her though. Too. No, I agree. So I haven't got a chance to watch all the of my Easter egg stuff either. I'll probably yeah. watch them tonight. But like this this show, man, this is my favorite by far. Yeah, I texted Josh about it. Mm-hmm. Um. We both also just love it. I, I love the show. I think I like it more than the rest because it's its own thing. That too. It there's there's that, no outer world yeah. references really. Yeah. I'd give this like honestly like right now I'd say like a 9 out of 10. I, I, I'd go 8 and a half, 9. Yeah. Not, they, not that I did anything wrong. It's just, I just giving it 8 and a half, 9 now because I bet after the whole season peaks. Yeah. I'm going to try to raise it. Because you know, five, I, I want to give you it. You know, episode five and six are going to be nuts. They're, next episode's going to be so nuts. And yeah. then it's going to be a nice conclusion. Yeah. There's only two episodes left. Um, so maybe next week I'll come back with like a perfect nine. Like the I, like the other thing I like too, all the episodes are like 50 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Like there's no Tom fuckery with this little like 39 minute mm-hmm. episode or 35 minute episode randomly. You're like, fuck, we got to wait a week, you know? Yeah. Like I think, I think it's doing good keeping the consistency of like the pacing. Absolutely. And I just love the whole, I mean, I, that asylum was so Oscar sad. Isaac's killing it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But that whole, I watched twice that asylum sequence. Yeah. Like it's nuts. <laughs> That's cool. That's so sweet. Um, all right. Anything else from uh, Moon Knight, though? I, I just want to know what the fuck that asylum is. I feel like it's, it's like a dream. I feel like but it's I think his it's psyche. Like, I think I think it's his psyche as well. But I think Harrow does. He was trying was to control him. Stuff. Yeah. So I feel like when he got shot, he didn't die, and Harrow has it's, him. It's the power from the something. cane. Yeah. 
and it's it's somehow getting him into his head and he's trying to inception him mm-hmm. making him think that he's crazy and he's going to keep him in this world yeah that's exactly that's what i think too but like i, I just but then but then mark's gonna i just want to fast forward so they can explain it yeah like I'm just so curious about it. Yeah, it, it's. Times I, I think like, you're right. I think it's going to be something like that. Yeah. It's times like these where I kind of wish that either they dropped all the episodes at once, <coughs> or I waited until it was over to watch. I it. don't. This is why I like week to week because oh, so you can theorize. Because all week theories are going wild. Yeah. On YouTube, all the nerd channels are popping off like five videos between each episode, That's like true. speculating they, they stuff. Get so much more hype each episode with doing this. Yeah, and and, and I've watched those that content at night so like, I love it I don't mm-hmm. know I love the week to week because you have all week to like but wait did, did this happen also earlier so you can tie yeah. this together it just makes it more fun I think they're doing great with the show though. I agree um, alright let's take it over to the Lakers show great um, episode of this too yeah <laughs> fantastic episode of this yeah we finally get the introduction of the uh, fuck Boston dude. the fuck Boston the yeah I, th- I thought they should have just called that the title of the episode yeah they say it so many times. Yeah, like just expletive then Boston. That's that's your title. Yeah, fuck Boston. No, <laughs> uh, um, th- this was a great episode. But imagine how much better it would be if Bo Burnham was Larry Bird. I know, I know, but he killed it though. He he did good. He, I mean, I was probably biased because he rolled in with a dip, and I was like, I like him. See, I think I think he did okay, but I feel like if it was Bo Burnham, the Larry Bird role would be a little bit more than it was. True. True. Yeah. But like oh, that was it was so good mm-hmm. and like well, whenever like leaned over Badger at the press conference was I'm gonna fucking tear you to ass. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's you thought he was. was just like you know one of those like cool content types yeah. you know and then to, like he would kind of put it on the court mm-hmm. but then he just like leans over and drops that on Magic and it was like mm-hmm. oh fuck he's a shithead. <laughs> uh, one small detail that I'd like to they're doing this very well so far in the show mm-hmm. one small detail as a basketball fan I like to point out that I really appreciated. His shot looked identical to Larry Bird's. Really? Like, identical. Like, like when he said, like, when he's like, like, I'm going to pop this. And yeah, he's like, like, I'm going to roll over here and pop this. Yeah, that actually happened in a game. Mm-hmm. One. And okay. I don't know if it was against the Lakers, but it happened in a game. And his shot form was, like, identical to Larry's. That's cool. And I think I like about the shows. They actually, like, the sport looks realistic when I'm playing. Mm-hmm. It, looks, it looks like they're actually playing. Like I also like that we're watching the games. Yeah. Sometimes sports, like, you know, biopics like this, they kind of... Uh, gloss over mm, the games. They fast forward through the games. Like, yeah. they, they, this one actually shows parts of the game. Exactly. And that's what I like about it. Um, I do too. I, don't, I, I, I really like this show. I love the conversation. Was this the one with the, where they were all at Magic's house for Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. The, the conversation between Kareem and his dad. Yeah, that was Because cool. you know that lawyer's going to fuck him at some point. Definitely. <laughs> Here he kind of did. Yeah. Well, yeah. With, with the Converse. Nike thing. Yeah, the yeah. Nike thing. Like, Nike would have been a Magic wanted to go with Nike, according to the show. And then uh, uh-huh. he went with Converse. Um, and he made a lot of money at the time, but Nike would have been a billionaire. Yeah. And the scene with Jerry West in the limo, listening to the game. game. And, and the cab and, driver <laughs> fucking him off and stuff. I also, I feel like the fucking, uh, like the uh, symbolism with the Monopoly game was huge. Oh my God. With Jerry, uh, Jerry Buss and McKinney. Jack McKinney. Yeah. yeah, he was like, until the shoe kicks your ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my, uh, I've, I've to, I love the scene when Pat Riley threw Paul West in the shower. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Uh, mm-hmm. That's sick. Yeah, it was, it that, was, that shows. It was probably the best episode they've done so far. Yeah, but each episode keeps getting better, so mm-hmm. like, it's sick. Like yeah, it. they keep, yeah, they keep doing better themselves. I love how, did you, didn't each snap you? 
that he was yeah. watching it. He's yeah. like, it was the best show ever. And he just, well, he watched one, he texted me, too. Yeah, so, like, like, just proof right there, you gotta watch this Lakers show if you haven't been seeing it, because it's good as shit. Yeah, absolutely. Even if you don't, like, know basketball, it's, like, it's, it's still entertaining. Yeah. yeah. It's a great story, and then it'll just, like, kind of get you in. Mm-hmm. Some history of basketball. Yeah, they do good with that. Like, I didn't even catch it, because, like, we're basketball fans, so, like, we're kind of, like, watching for that. Yeah. But like, I feel like I'd be looped in even if I wasn't a basketball fan. Yeah, I mean, you, you get looped in about, like, financial shows and Wall Street, but, like, you're not a financial person on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. So if you're not in the basketball, it's fine. It's just it's this good, sweet kind yeah. of story. Then, uh, anything else for the Lakers show? Um, okay. I'm very happy with it. A um, few other things. I started watching Stranger Things again, finally, for mm-hmm. the new season. And I had, I had some, like, quick notes I had. Things that I completely forgot about, because... I haven't seen Stranger Things season one in like forever. Yeah. So it's kind of like nice just rewatching it, and it's really fucking good. Yeah. And I forgot how good it actually was mm-hmm. that it like got the whole community like, like yo, the show's great. It was like Netflix's like first big show. It realistically was. Mm-hmm. Um. So I forgot how like what happened to Barb in season one. Yeah. So I was just like, I just want to throw out there justice for Barb. Yeah, because that was a big thing when that happened when she died. Down the diving board. Yeah, yeah, just chilling out there because Nancy was going to Pound Town with mm-hmm. Steve Harrington. Um, and then I was also just thinking how it's crazy how we see these kids just grow up through the show. Yeah, you know, because like I, I turned on the first episode, I was like, "Holy shit, these kids are so young back then." Well, it's I'm I'll mean Chelsea slowly but surely watching all. She ever watched all the Harry Potter's? We're doing all the Harry. Potter. Yeah, so same, same thing. Same. We thing. just watched Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. And we just started it. And it's wild seeing like Emma Watson, yeah, and all yeah. of them, Rupert and uh, Dana Radcliffe, all super young. I agree, it's crazy. And it also gave me a uh, reminder of how I'd love to be a small town cop in the future. <laughs> I feel like I'd kill that role. Yeah, yeah. top hat, like a cowboy yeah, yeah, hat. Just like or... yeah, the last crime we had that was serious was like back in like 1990. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean kidnapping? Like, what do you mean he's missing? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it'd be great to be small-town cop until that stuff happened. Yeah, yeah. Because like, it always happens to small-town cops. <laughs> happens once. Once in your career. Yeah. <laughs> you, have to get this, you have to survive oh, the storm. <laughs> yeah. um, and then also, apparently, Robert England, who plays Freddy Krueger, was actually cast for Stranger Things Season 4. Um, people are speculating that he's going to be that monster we see in the trailer. It looks like Freddy Krueger. It does look like a big. We think apparently he's a, he's going to be pl- portraying a uh, human villain. Uh-oh. That's what they're saying, at least. But I don't know. I can see it kind of being a little bit both, maybe. Um, then the only other thing I had was uh, apparently Hayden Christensen watched the Clone Wars and Rebels to help prepare for his return for Darth Vader. I just, I just said, thank God he didn't watch rewatch episodes one, two, and three. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. this will put him in a better like peace of mind, probably. Oh yeah, because the Clone Wars writing was great. Yeah, the Clone Wars writing was great. Yeah, the writing portrayal was... of Anakin was so good. Uh, so much better than it was in the movie. Yeah, so I'm excited. I hope he kills it in the. I hope so too because he he deserves redemption because it's not his fault. It's not. It's not. It's not his fault. I, I, would, I would say the same fault. with Daisy Ridley too. Like yeah, Brett. I, like, I don't. Austria, I was John Vega too. Yeah, because like I'm playing the Lego game, yeah. the Star Wars one, and like you know Disney's like running Star Wars now, so like Ray's like the focal point for mm-hmm. like the home, like the home screen and all that kind of bullshit. She's and like cover, you know, some people, higher. yeah, yeah, like she's like the header of the title yeah. of the like loading screen. Yeah, and a lot of people like hate that, and like I agree because it's like come on, it's like Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, put one of them up yeah. top, but. uh... 
So I don't know. I just think like I don't blame Daisy Ridley. It was just the shitty writing. Like they had no idea what they were doing with that project. That's what sucks because Force Awakens is still really good. It is. It, it was a good opener, but like it just closed so badly that it ruined the it's entire. It's because Kathleen years. Kennedy let yep. let first J.J. Abrams to do it, and then they took <laughs> it away from J.J. Abrams and gave it to Ron Johnson, who's a complete opposite style director and like movie runner. And then they said, "Oh shit, fans don't like the direction. It really turned." Let's go back to J.J. Abrams. Fix it. They should just have one person <laughs> overlooking the whole thing. I don't know, maybe like Favreau and Filoni just walking over it. You can have whatever director you want. You get three different directors. You yeah. just have to have someone overlooking it, and they didn't, so the stories were all messed up. I'm going to throw something at you that I saw on TikTok, and we're kind of tangenting a little bit, but it kind of goes from Star Wars. Um, I saw a theory that the Ahsoka show yeah. – is so you remember Rebels, like where it kind of like went in the time world thing? Yeah. So Ahsoka's gonna try to save Darth Vader, save Anakin. Oh. Not succeed, but in turn rewrite the the sequels. Oh. And I was like, damn. Like a multiverse Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. That'd be sweet. That'd be the way to fix it, though. That'd be the way to fix it. I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't but think be so, so either. Sick. But that'd be yeah. the way to do it. That'd be so sick if they did. Because, like, that would make sense for the character, too. Like, going back, like, I gotta save Anakin. Mm-hmm. You know, even though, I mean, I guess, like, you should probably realize, like, it turned out fine now. Yeah. Because Luke's, like, running the show and he's doing okay. But, I don't know. Like, that was a cool idea, I thought, like, I saw on TikTok. Like, guilt weighs like, on her, so she tried to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, that'd be sweet. But, that's all I had t- for TV. You had something you want to toss in? Oh, yeah. Um, I heard him on a couple different, like, Barstool podcast, but he did like a press junket for Barstool. Okay. Um, because of his new show, Craig Robinson. Sorry if I say his name. Craig Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a new show on Peacock. Okay. And he's doing a press junket for it. And he's like, kind of describing it. It sounds pretty funny, but I watched a trailer. I really liked I really liked it. I haven't watched the show because it's on Peacock. Okay. I don't yeah. have Peacock. Yes. But, but the show is called Killing It. And I suggest people, if you have Peacock, watch it. Um, it's basically. Uh, Craig Robinson is a dad. A, they're divorced. His parents are divorced. And they're trying to move the daughter away or something like that. Okay. And he needs money to do something or move to or something. I, for, I yeah. forget from the trailer. To be with her. And yeah, and then they, and he's a security guard at a bank. So he goes to the banker and goes, Yeah, we can't give you $20,000 to do this. Is it like a drama? It's a dramedy. It's more calm. It's from okay. Brooklyn Nine Nine people. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, anyway, so he, then he just like on an Uber driver and the Uber driver stops at some weird lady, gets mm-hmm. out and just kills his python snake. He's like, what the fuck? And he's like, they actually have a, pr- a prize whoever kills the most snakes in this county for this time gets 20 grand. So huh. it's like him becoming a snake hunter. It's to get $20,000 to do something for his daughter. Okay. I think I looked at I, when I wrote that it's down. Interesting. I think the reviews were like in the eighties and eight. Okay, out of tens. Yeah, that's not bad. For me. I just wish I had Peacock so you can watch it. Yeah, Peacock used to be free for some shows, but you had to pay for the stuff, and I'm not going to add another one. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous. Um, but all right, let's take it over to music. I only have three options. It wasn't a great week. Um, so I'm just going to go through them. You just pick one. But I got "Heaven Takes You Home" by Swedish House Mafia. And Connie Constance. I think it's one of the better things they put out. Mm-hmm. Like recently. It's just a good background song to play in times. It's nothing special to write home about that. Mm-hmm. 
It's a vibe. I'm, I'm not my head. It's a good beat, good vibe. Then I got About Damn Time by Lizzo. And the beat just sells me. But like some Lizzo's good. It's just Truth Hurts really ruined her for me. No, I like Lizzo. It's just annoying. Truth Hurts like killed her for me for a little while. Mm. I like this beat. Yeah. It's like the same kind of vibe as like uh juice. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But yeah. Then I got Good Friday by Coda the Friend. Who's it? Go to the friend. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I heard it at a good time. Like I was coming. Well, home. I liked it. I, I was coming home from work. I heard that. I was like, "This is good vibe right now." It's past the vibe check. So I was like, "Let me just mention it because I fucked with it." And there really wasn't much else this week, so it kind of like process of elimination. Um, but who are you going with? Oh, I feel like, Lizzo. Lizzo yeah, Lizzo. I, I, I like that beat too much, like you said. Yeah, yeah, the beat just sells me on it. Mm-hmm. All right, so with that then, Ryan, take it away. Another week in the books. Koozies. Uh, Kent's brother painted. And koozies. Uh, Twitter and Instagram. I did your sports. Cold beer, warm hands. Uh, and TikTok, too. Can't lose. Uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Kent's brother's painting. I don't know the number. Guy, yeah. your house looks like shit. I done that. Get a paint job. Yes, sir. Anyway, <laughs> two chains. Line of the week. Free quotes. Um, <laughs> free quotes. Uh, hot boy hit another bitch with a scam. Hot boy hit that bitch that said she got a man. Hot boy got her so hot she got a tan. Hot boy keep doing a hot shit and he got fans. True. True. I'll see you guys. Alright, peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. As she swept back her hair, I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of flying, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign as we're dancing here. In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing These questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy
know that some time has passed The days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go Even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind These things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky Do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you messed up my phrasing It's questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Stay of my right girl, wrong time.